0: That's what I love about Star Wars. It it does sort of uh, galvanize movie watchers in a way uh, to where like you have your small pockets of folks who just can't stand it, but for for the most part, everyone can find something redeeming in one of the nine movies. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Even if it's like an an ethos or the motif level, there there's a character you can associate with. There's a plot line. There's Something in there that makes sense to you as a human being.
1: Same thing with Star Trek. I mean, I like Star Trek. I just didn't love it growing up as much as I did Star Wars, you know.
0: It's a little different animal because it's TV, so it takes a while uh, to build up. Yeah, they had a lot of movies. Yeah, thir- yeah, they did have 13 movies. That's true. I want to say something like that.
1: Yeah, I like Star Trek. I respect Star Trek because I love um, Gene Roddenberry's vision of the future. But no, I I, I didn't watch it on the weekends obsessively like i did star wars with many of my friends you know
2: um i did for star trek next generation
1: i did like next generation when it was syndicated as a little kid i used to watch yeah i
2: watched that quite a bit um i didn't take in the original star trek as uh you know at that time i have later as an adult gone back and watched it and have a good appreciation for it
1: it's brilliant man i mean the writing there is so ahead of its time
2: and really, all their offshoots are pretty solid. Right? Yeah, until you get Deep to Space Nine is solid.
0: Voyager, I think Voyager's is where I good lost. too.
2: I, you know, I wasn't on board with Voyager at first, and then when I went back and watched it, I was again. I was like, okay, I, I'm I'm
0: back on. Which one's like one Voyager. with my boy Scott Bakula? Uh,
1: That's Enterprise. Enterprise. That's the mm. prequel to Kirk. Yeah. Big Scott Bakula fan here.
0: Can we incorporate Scott
1: Bakula? <laughs> Into your game. I'm staring at Quantum Leap, your collection right uh, now, yeah. as you say that. Yeah.
0: I was a fan of his, I want to say, uh, what's that Clive Barker movie that turned me I just thought about and... that. That's the one movie well, I actually, Quantum Leap was of. before that, but yeah, um, Lord, of Lord of Illusions. Lord yeah. of Illusions, yeah. yeah. Holy crap, we're spiking, but let me see. I'll do the version. I'll, I can take. you guys It's by. not about distance uh, yeah. to the mic. It's, r- it's literally kind of about, about the, these damn switches. Yeah, and it's like gain uh, and all that stuff. It's very aggravating. Right now, well, like, it's all green. Morgan yeah. was a little orange Yeah. Yeah, you're orangey yeah. there. Yeah. So that's if I get all playing.
2: animated and I'm starting to talk like this, I'm yeah. sure I get it.
0: That, <laughs> yeah, that's where we got to. Yeah, exactly. Right here, I'm in the red, and now this is going to sound very high. And I can't keep this tone of voice for the entire podcast. No, this is not Morgan an ASMR
1: says, freaking video. No,
0: this is an AM coming for your fucking next show. <laughs> I, I've been so adamant about the fact that, not that AM radio is even like competition at this point, because <sighs> it, doesn't, it doesn't hardly exist. Fucking um, case count went up today. Oh, yeah? Overall? Well, mm-hmm. I know we crossed the 150,000 uh, deaths threshold. Yeah, I tipped 150. I'm just looking at
2: Dallas me? County
0: because oh, it Dallas was County going right it now.
2: was going down. It was in the 300s God, a couple God. of days ago. We're back up to 700 new cases today. Yeah, things have not calmed down. And if they force kids back to school, by the way, oh, I like Dallas man. County because now we're over 1,800 children under the years of under 18 years of age of. Tested positive for COVID nineteen during
0: since, summer since July one <laughs> during summer. So in three weeks, we've got eighteen hundred kids in Dallas County alone. Well, four weeks essentially. Okay, so what do the they 29th. think the numbers are going to look like if these when kids we go start back to school? school? Come yeah. on, give me a break. These are kids that are catching it at daycares and at parks and just at home because mom and dad are still working nine to five and earning a paycheck. Oh man, that's that's ugly stuff.
2: Thirty eight hospitalized, four admitted to
0: intensive care. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Even even Fair. one kid in intensive care is enough. So for these are stories that aren't being highlighted on national media, Ooh. anything like that. It's all local places that are going to have to speak up against the larger scale sort of uh, ushering into this this just downward spiral that's being recommended to us.
2: Well, um, even if you start to see. Questions to epidemi- epidemiologists,
0: whatever you say. Epidemiologists. epidemiologists. Sure, go, yeah, that. Uh, Hold on, I even got, my, I got the more... spelling ace around here. It's yeah. not a pronunciation ace, though. Oh, okay. 69 cents. <laughs> Selling for 15. Sasha even even they you're cart. starting to
2: back off the, yeah, we would send our kids to school. Now you've got some people going, oh, I don't know. Yeah. And you know, one of the arguments that I hear, and granted I don't have kids, but it's like, it's going to be more harmful for them to be at home. How? Mm, they can be okay no. Not being at school for half a year, a yeah. full year, and not socializing? The mental,
0: me? yeah, the mental, uh, I guess, fallback that those people are trending towards um, and saying, you know, it's a mental thing. If the kids stay at school for, or stay at home for too long, they will mentally detach from what they what school provides them with. I don't know that that's to be.
1: What the hell does no. that even mean? Yeah, uh, I don't know. the
0: social interactions, the order, the discipline. Because school, we've known for a long time. School is designed very specifically. Um, let me to indoctrinate you. Yes, to indoctrinate <laughs> you into a pledge of allegiance yes, every day from the from the jump. The fact that you go from class to class, you sit and you listen to one person dictate what the truth of history or English
1: hey, or all of this is. Reading a book right now called uh, Lies My Teacher Told Me," mm-hmm. uh, that's specifically about the spin public education puts on our U.S. history in particular.
0: It's um, hard to it's hard to blame them
1: fully for it. It's textbooks.
0: To, or, yeah, because they're working off, they're indoctrinated curriculum? just yeah. as much as the kids. It's it's a chain. It's a weird chain of indoctrination. Th- there's one of those things that future generations will look back on and say, wow, they got this all the way the fuck wrong. The way that the 21st century, I'm sorry, 20th century for the most part has taken education and and sort of implemented a uh, a routine and a system to it that almost piggybacks off the industrial revolution, the assembly line worker. Well, it, I mean, it's, it, does. It, it does, it does. It Yeah. That's also because m- they needed it to back then they needed to generate more workers to stabilize the industry that was just well, getting I mean, up and running.
2: Right? Anytime you're talking about having a uniform system of education, you're talking about something that's going to seem very factory esque industrialized, right? You're going to have step one, step two, step three to make it easy for everyone to be on the same page.
0: Welcome to Meandering. Y'all's bass
1: is amazing with mm-hmm. this. I love this right here. We're gunning. Mm-hmm. We're we're gunning for bass. We want bass on an AM show. I got a, I got to be surprised with new mics because we should have spent that extra ten dollars. Yeah. Because this <laughs> these mics sound amazing compared to ours.
0: Yeah. Home. The this little case. I don't know. Maybe in a couple of months when we upgrade, you might see the case on online. I might just buy it off like $26, so. 27 bucks. You don't know how close I was to waking uh, my wife up and asking her, "Hey, do we need a second laptop?" <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, yeah, some seventy-year-old beat me to the punch, though. But uh, I was <laughs> contemplating it because we we talked about the
1: fact that I could use a laptop just all day long. Macari's addictive, man. It's mm-hmm. easy. It is. I've been selling like crazy on there. But what else, Morgan? So you said, I said Arnold Schwarzenegger. You said Total, Total Recall. Total Recall. All right. So we go movie to actor, movie to actor. You got to come up with a movie, an actor oh, that that's, was in Total Recall.
0: Fuck yeah, that's gonna. Oh, an actor that was in, yeah, Total, was in Total Recall.
1: Recall oh, I'm I gonna be terrible movie. at this. Sharon Stone. Now, Basic instinct. Oh yeah, so I'm These, be terrible you know, Mike this. Douglas. Yeah. See, if you missed it, you'd have to take a shot. Oh That's man. Uh, on yeah, I would get really drunk.
0: But since this is meandering, if you miss it, you can just uh, inhale the incense, or you can take <laughs> a shot of energy drink.
2: I've already downed the energy drink. That's yeah.
0: gone. No, I like this. Let's let's keep it keep it going. This is my style of game. So, how do you win?
1: Um, we were we were doing it as a drinking. Well. The real version of this had cards, and so it helped us decide who won. One, someone, was, someone gets eliminated is how we played oh, it. I see. So if we have, after Morgan's ten out. seconds, Morgan would have to take a shot. He's eliminating. It's between me and you. All right, Morgan, you're out.
0: Yeah, I'm fine. No, <laughs> give him another chance. Let's let's start it off.
1: <laughs> All here. right. So oh. again, I pretend to draw a card. I'll say Michael Keaton, Batman. That's easy. Jack Nicholson, The Shining.
0: I don't know her name. Shelly
1: Duvall. <laughs> Shelly
0: Duvall, yeah. Oh, wait, you can't do that. That was my answer. Yeah,
1: so Morgan's out. He said I can't do it once you say you can't right. do it. All uh, like right,
0: so it's, on the, it's just you and I, the movie buffs. All right, so you all right said, let's go. Um, said, um, just a slice the loon.
1: You can go. No, in. no, you have to draw off that. Oh, yeah. off of
0: Shelly Duvall? Yeah, oh, good so, luck. I'm gonna
1: say, so I'm, I'm going to say Popeye. Yeah. Bring it.
0: Robin Williams. Flubber. Christopher McDonald. <laughs>
1: Greece too. Fuck off! Come on, man. She paid money to have that thing suppressed. Was
0: Olivia Newton John in Greece too? It's
1: Greece no, one, man. All
0: right, cool. One nothing, Miguel. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it, it's best out of five. No, that one was <laughs> show It's Piper. best
0: out of five. You should yeah. know this. I don't. I don't give up when I lose a game.
1: First of uh, all, the fact you uh, said McDonald—that's impressive. I mean, that's the guy that was in every movie, but no one knows his name.
0: That's Christopher like, McDonald, man. He's God, he's, he's, been everywhere. he's a token uh, like uh, sleazeball. He's the he's the Chad. He's the
1: first Chad. He's the he's the male Karen Chad in a lot mm-hmm. of movies. Yeah, I mean, you know, but Michelle. Wasn't Feinfeld... he the good guy?
2: when he the? He love was one... interest in uh...
1: *Grease*
2: too. two, I don't remember. I don't think I want to remember that.
0: Movie. Yeah, I haven't seen *Grease* two. Sorry, not my wheelhouse. *American <laughs> mu- High School Musicals*. No, no, thanks.
2: Not my wheelhouse either. But I have a wife.
0: Ooh, oh, grew okay. up
2: in that area
0: you remember yeah. we were just talking about deflecting the kids hey, i think yeah. I, I think you deflect the
2: wife <laughs> look i grew up in an era when you didn't have a tv in every room That's or a fair. computer or a phone that you could just look at so when you sat down and watched tv you would have to take you know turns on who gets to watch what so it wasn't like i could get away from grease too if i wanted to play video games and take up the tv i'd have to sit through grease too just the way it
0: worked, bro. You lived in an era where you could buy a, a TV that uh-huh. had a VCR in it and an antenna, so you uh-huh. could certainly get one of those portable <laughs> $70 ones and just go do your own thing and I, watch a baseball you know, game. I didn't make much corner. money, bro. Oh, those were like $60, $70. Bucks.
2: Those were like 200 bucks. Really? When they first came out, they were probably more expensive than that.
0: And they're probably back up to that price range, too. Old electronics are just – uh, they are reaching a renaissance level of um, – like just resurgency of interest and and whatnot that's that's crazy to me.
1: you ever see you get on YouTube? Maybe I'm just the only person who does this in this group.
0: No know. get on YouTube like, no
1: never. <laughs> Yeah, what I like to do is I like to look up there's channels that are just devoted to like hours of like 80s and 90s commercials. Like someone (laughs) found their old – yeah, someone found like their old VHS tapes that they recorded crap off of TV and just uploaded Mm -hmm. it. Now they're a thousand air based off of the millions of YouTube
0: views that they get.
1: Yeah. There's some good stuff. Like I I saw one that was like a gym membership in 1985 was like 300 dollars right why you can yeah dude it was so crazy expensive back in the 1980s i don't know why
0: because, because a, With a ten-year contract, the country yeah. didn't want you. Country didn't want you healthy in the '80s. They, you could, you could they only had an agenda to get you fat, obese, and dependent on prescription medication. I'm glad we moved panned. on since then. No, it <laughs> panned out just the way they wanted. I've been reading this Illuminati book pretty closely. You can
2: only cancel out of your agreement on the third Wednesday of every month yeah. during the hours of 9
1: a.m. and 9:30 a.m. Wow! <laughs> Did you have a gym membership in the '80s?
2: No, but they were very similar. They to about,
1: were. Yeah. Everyone complains about gym memberships nowadays. They were insane. Nowadays, it's man. like more less than a, a streaming platform in some cases. It's like twenty bucks, man. Yeah, twenty five bucks. I
0: know. think HBO Go or HBO Max wants twenty four ninety nine, something like that. I think streaming is in a weird way on the decline. How? I mean, the- everybody's reached it. Like it's it's reached everyone, so it's plateaued naturally. They could innovate.
1: Well, Maggie had my girl had a really interesting question last week, and after we watched The Old Guard with Charlize Theron, does oh, it look like a big budget it's a good movie? It was a good movie. I was surprised how so much there's I like been it. a lot of those good Netflix. That's, that's what I'm, my question is. They get these big budget impressive movies that you would believe were at the theater at one time. Where are they getting? Where are they making their money?
2: Uh, they will report six point. Eight six point oh eight billion for the second quarter, nearly twenty four percent increase over last year. Oh, okay. Well, hmm. I'm
1: but there, I mean, what you're saying is still could be prophetic. I mean, they they have to inevitably we, we plateau. Might, There's only six billion people. We might world.
2: be we might be plateauing for we, sure.
0: There was a um, no, there was a big company that surprisingly lost a lot of money in the second quarter that uh, I was not expecting. I, I thought it was Netflix, but it's, obviously it's, I was wrong.
2: Well, I think you'll see, like the network networks probably. <clears throat> Start to fall off, maybe.
0: The CBS's
1: and ABC's. There's so many. There's so many now. There's like, uh, M- M- NBC has one now that's called yeah, the Peacock. Peacock,
0: Ship. and it's free,
1: right? That's no. Their... Home no one you got to pay girls...
2: well, CBS access, right?
0: Oh, mm-hmm. it's, I thought true. NBC had a free oh. option. Oh, I don't know if they do. And that
1: was their shtick.
0: That was where they separated themselves.
1: No, one of my homegirls, she spent money she regretted after she got it because she's like, why did I do this? I can watch The Office all over again. That's I can watch it. Frasier online anytime I want. <laughs> bootleg. Like, what the hell am I paying for? I
0: don't need to see Jag- Jags on CBS. Uh, you remember Jag? Yeah. And, i never watched Jag. No, it was on before wrestling. Or, yeah, it was Advocate on before wrestling. General, right? I always caught the last like 30 seconds of whatever was on before wrestling, whatever was on
1: before Monday Night Raw. I used to when I was a kid, I still gave a crap about wrestling when I was like ten, after wrestling was over. I'd always catch the first ten minutes, whatever terrible show USA had on. They had uh well, afterwards it was silk stockings, my friend. That was at eleven. That was later, trust me. I know yeah, that. it was after wrestling. Well, there was something before that. I stayed up. There was a show. <laughs> I yeah, we stayed after that, one. Was, that was uh, like the... and it was just PG thirteen like level. It really was. Stuff on TV. But when you're twelve, it's like Oh, that was good. Yeah, man.
0: See, that's how innocent we were in the nineties. I have no issues with like my ethical behavior as a, as a teenager or anything like that. I can imagine some of the kids these days in 30 or 40 years are going to be like, I was jerking off the what? Yeah. <laughs> when I was a a, a fit uh, a kid. A Sears catalog. No. That's <laughs> art. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. But now you're talking <laughs> about like access. werewolf
1: pentai. Weird We're yeah. shit, man.
0: <laughs> access cool. to the whole freaking thing. I forgot. I don't have internet, so I'm going to be uh, internetless. For this entire episode, that's okay. Wait, really? Yeah, um, the the Wi-Fi thing that I'm having uh, a problem with. It's been that way all day. Alexa is having issues connecting. You want to go ahead and tether
1: uh, to mine? I just learned how to tether my new phone. Yeah.
0: How how do I do that?
1: I don't know. <laughs> Just, just look, up, to... look up. Look up where it says Galaxy S. Oh yeah, S yeah. six sixty six yeah, yeah. fifty four. I'm right. I'm only I'll... looking up stuff intermittently. Oh, so I FL. need a network security key. This is the part where I press pause on the recording. Uh, what you're saying is that yeah, whenever we were kids in the '90s, you know we didn't. Do Pandora's anything. box was less open. Right. So we we can be sort of self congratulatory about it, but maybe we were we would have seen and done some really fucked up shit if we had access to it. I don't know. I don't cause, know. Because we can say, like, you know, again, we sound a little self-congratulatory. Oh, the worst thing we did was wait for Silk Stockings to come on after
0: wrestling. Or watch Cinemax Scrambled Up. For right. me, it was High Tide, by the way. High Tide. What the, the hell, hell, is, hell that? is that? It was
2: a TV show. Rick Springfield.
0: No. What is Rick Springfield? He's a he's <laughs> like a he's a singer, right? Jesse's uh-huh. Girl? Yeah, Jesse's yeah, Girl. Okay,
1: good. okay. What yeah. the hell does he have to do with his erotic show? Well, <laughs> he, he just had, what, you
2: know, there were surfers on the beach that, Helped people, so it was like know, it was the Bay of a... watch of yeah, Baywatch of yeah, a little comes bit. All right, a little bit.
0: Huh? What's mm. it called? High Tide. Was this before Baywatch? yes <laughs> oh, <laughs> Miguel's wow. gonna incorporate
1: this into <laughs> his late night YouTube watching now. Uh, is this the 80s. 80s. Well, if it's 80s, I'm obsessed, so I need to look it up.
0: Hey. Um, I'll
1: get the
2: exact year here for you. I mentioned well, I've it on. Never it. Never heard of this. You know, I couldn't remember the name of it, and I had to look up Rick Springfield because I knew he was in it. I'm like, oh, that's what the name of that show was. Mm. There were three seasons. Huh went back and i watched some friends episodes because there was nothing on right and it was like on nick at night or something and i you know because I, I i did wasn't a big follower of the show but i thought you know wasn't bad but then you go back and you listen listen to it or watch it today and it's like cringy. man it is so formulaic mm-hmm. the, and yeah People it's kind of cringy it, it is it's kind of like it's not that good anymore. compare
1: that now. to seinfeld
2: seinfeld i oh, think holds up
1: because Because of the writing. It's Larry David. Yeah. 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 Because it still works right now.
2: The story of ridiculousness just wraps throughout the whole episode. You know, it's not. Seinfeld
1: always made fun of itself and others at the same time brilliantly. And I think that the problem with friends is it was just trying to be adorable all the Time, kitchy. It did, yeah, kitchy. it was and a different
0: work. It was a false representation of what life was like for even people in that age category. Unless you lived in an inner city with four or five of your friends in a fucking apartment, there was nothing to associate with friends. They, they were almost uh, portraying the. The life that the socialite aspired for that was never really there for many. Carefree. People. Allie <laughs> McBeal did that a little bit too with uh single women in their thirties
1: and Sex in the City. <laughs> you be pushing six. forty and like banging like you're in college yeah, left we, and right, which is fine,
0: man. We just got done talking about indoctrination in schools. I mean, I'm I'm not shying away from the fact that TV and media in general, like, just tries to impress so many psychological ideals via their television shows that. I mean, look at reality TV nowadays. Everybody wants to be their own YouTube star and and, uh, catalog their life via selfie and all that nonstop because reality TV said this is
1: acceptable to do and you can be a success story based off it. Didn't YouTube, though, sort of make it – one thing I do love about YouTube, though, and there's a lot of YouTubers I can't stand, is that YouTube took power away from corporations when it came to who our entertainers can be. For now, you know, for for the longest time. I mean, it used to be if you wanted to be famous, you had to go audition. Right. You were at the mercy of basically knowing uh, someone. Yeah. uh, You had to be on the casting couch, basically. Right. uh, From one extent to another. But with YouTube, these, these freaking nobodies, these kids got on there, started doing their own thing and gained huge followings and started making money
0: yeah because because there's some guy out there who wants to watch a 15 year old play an rpg for 24 hours
1: sometimes or sometimes it's just some weirdo talking about weirdo shit like when it comes to cryptozoology and he <laughs> yeah. gets a huge ass following and i watch him every sunday <laughs> so yeah man i do like the fact that even though there's a lot of youtubers that are easy to make fun of you know there's a lot of toxic shitheads like you know, shane dawson or whoever for every Shane Dawson, you know, there's a, a nukes top five. There's just some guy who's just posting really weird, fun shit on the weekends that, you know, you can follow. And he's, yeah. he's gained a huge following. So, you know, power to those guys. You know, they they took power away from the, the casting couch or being able to be famous only at the mercy of corporations, yeah. man.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, somebody's going to pay for that advertising. And eventually, if you're getting big enough, uh, you're going to have to act a certain way and do a certain thing or you're not going to get you're not going to get the corporate money for your advertising at some point.
0: We are starting to see some of that in the YouTube personalities. You can see where the formulaic sort of contrived. Like I, I'm not saying this doesn't work because it, it it's supposed to work. We don't do it here. We try, but you're supposed to have like a, the repetitive intro uh, or the first opening minute should be the same from episode or content to content because they want, you to be consistent and they want your audience to sort of have a level of consistency that they can expect when it comes down to the intros. I watch a lot of uh, YouTube guys that, uh, you know, have a catchy slogan and they, they utter it with enthusiasm within yeah. the first 10 seconds. There's a bit of contrived formulaic approach to doing that because they are in it for the money. Uh, a lot of folks are, but there are some people that, that are just super passionate about what they do on YouTube and they're just translate it translating their passion onto video and for
1: that i applaud them. i know a couple of youtubers and it's it's hours i mean it takes a lot of time and work and a lot of sacrifice of your personal life to be a youtuber in the sense that you want that huge following you have to be consistent (laughs) every every week release something release something release something and it's a lot of editing yeah you know sometimes some of them have staffs who the hell can afford a staff
0: Right. I guess that's my yeah, well. disconnect right there. Uh, I was telling Morgan last episode, the intent is not a large following, and I disagree adamantly when it comes to having a large following being the only sort of uh, conduit to success in um, you know, financial success. At least I I don't I don't know why we give all the credence to the general public. As far as this is how you can be wealthy in life um, when it comes to like this arena that we're talking about with uh, with just discussions or media.
1: Um, I, I I don't get it. It's, it's subjective. I mean, to some people, having a certain amount of following and people that you feel like you're connecting with is enough for other people. It's like, no, I want to be more lucrative. So I need those millions of followers. So I'm going to do shit I normally wouldn't do, yeah. you know. So they compromise what they originally thought they were going to do just to just to get followers. Um, and so it's it's really subjective. If you're not somebody who's willing to compromise, it's harder for you to to, to gain a following it. and make
0: it. Man. Yeah, a compromise I can agree with. It's it's the all in on a large following to like have an effect or influence because there are there's multiple examples of people with huge followings as celebrities, uh, as historical figures, and. I mean, it's all led to this, <laughs> and and we look at society, and society is a mess. So what that tells me, deduction-wise, I'm glad we played Cryptid beforehand, is that large followings may not be the route to affecting like actual change.
2: Mm, I don't know, man. Most people are, like, we've you know...
0: We've talked they're about followers. it several times. Yeah.
2: Most of us are followers, and
0: easily influenced but that doesn't mean that the followers get anything done is what i'm saying
2: no typically they get distracted and focus on
0: they move on to the next they they
2: might focus on the end result instead of what's causing the problem which is kind of how i think most of us do things sometimes we get angry about the end result and and don't really think about what caused it to actually stop it from happening we just concentrate on that end result and it's not productive after a certain point to do that
1: you would agree though guys um that the power to influence others has always been probably the scariest power people can have i mean today yeah. I, I make fun of people on or that call themselves i'm like what do you do for a living oh i'm a i'm an instagram influencer i'm i like, medium like get the fuck away from me I know might sound douchey of me. No, I mean, it's like I'm on board with you there. It's obnoxious because like what what you really mean is you don't have a job.
0: Yeah. What you do is you take pictures of yourself and you're pretty or you can uh, put yourself in environments that are uh, sexified enough to where enough people want to see you because they're sitting at work and are bored.
1: Yeah. I mean, if if that's your hustle and you found it lucrative for you, okay, power to you, man. Everyone has to have a hustle. Um, And if you're not hurting anybody, whatever. A lot of them are really obnoxious. There was that handful that got caught recently, people who were making duck faces, and being douchebags in front of like Black Lives Matter protests, pretending to be part of the protest. Uh, right. And it would turn out to be bullshit. Like okay. they would jump out of their car, take pictures of themselves, yeah. selfies with these protesters and jump back in their expensive car and go home. Yeah. Like people videotape these so-called influencers doing that shit. It's, it's stuff like that that I think that makes them worthy, worthy to be made fun of.
0: I I pity them. I'll be quite honest. I said beforehand that this episode might, might just, I might come off as a, as a jerk, but I've had a lot of things that I've been contemplating and I, I see friends, I see acquaintances and people that are still posting selfies of themselves, like just nonstop. On a day-to-day basis, and I understand it now more than ever because it took quite some time to understand the psychology of the selfie taker. They're not all self and Selfie, by the way. They're, they're not. You did? Yeah. How? Okay. You'll tell us that story here in a second. <laughs> it's not always the selfie. <laughs> it's not always the self-indulgent, narcissistic sort of um, just conceited individual. It is in many, in many times, many occurrences. But what I found is that we're all trying to make it some way. We're all trying to succeed. If you have your head on your shoulders, you're you're trying to succeed and do something productive. Yeah. A lot of these folks have nothing other than their face to sell, and other than their poses, their makeup on, their their flashiness, whatnot. They don't have any tangible sort of insight on anything. Other than the material level thing, or at least if they do, they never come out of their shell and showcase it to the world, which that's kind of what social media was always about for me was tackling difficult topics and reaching an audience that you couldn't reach day to day. Like I can't walk around and and walk to Buffalo and, and pull my buddy and knock on his door and say, yeah, I got this thought on my mind and yeah. I wanted to tell you social media gives me that on ramp a little bit more easy. And the folks that still take the selfies and and are still doing that 10 years later, they've either struck it big and uh, it's their niche or they just don't have anything else to offer. And that results in me pitying them.
1: That's two different aspects of social media. There are those who wish to use it for, I think, very um, beneficial ways that are, you know, productive uh, when it comes to our society and there's others who are just like, no, I have a pretty face. I'm going to use it to hustle. It's like, if that's all you have going for you, part of me is like, well, you're superficial. Stay away from me. But another part of me is like, Hey man, wait, if that's all you have, then you got to get your hustle in. do it. Not everyone's going to be born to be a, a great athlete or particularly intelligent. Uh, so if you've got a pretty face before you die, I feel like. Yeah, am I going to be that mad at you? Because... No, 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 no. <laughs> but
0: there's even more productive ways to use that pretty, that pretty face, face yeah. than just taking a picture and slapping a filter on it and saying, "Okay, press the heart button 500 times."
1: <sighs> yeah, I
0: mean, and we haven't conchi- we haven't devised ways of of figuring that out yet, but. I think the people that have nothing but a pretty face can even aspire to be more than what they're relegated to because of something like social media that sort of traps them in this ego satisfaction. um, Well, you want attention,
2: right? We all want some form of attention. I don't know. I don't know. When you start to get attention, and
0: I don't know, I want my to
2: do other things to get more attention and dig the attention.
0: I want some of the things we talk about to have attention. I don't know. I said this last week. I don't know if I want the attention because I know that attention can lead to, it's a on-ramp to a a wide range of things. If you inherit the large crowd with you, attention from a large amount of people opens up the spectrum of different types of attention. Like you get the guy who really hates you and is willing to go above and beyond. You get the person who's obsessed with you and is willing to go above and beyond. Then you get the normal person who's like, Hey, this guy's makes a lot of sense attention with large numbers is daunting a little bit mm-hmm. historically speaking at least
1: I mean power to those with pretty faces that are actually willing to do something like you said positive with that because yeah. I mean not everybody can be like Audrey Hepburn yeah Audrey Hepburn was not only one of the most beautiful women of all time she worked for UNICEF she was a humanitarian there you go she was a special ambassador for UNICEF yeah. she,
0: she could all- get mm-hmm. indoors that not a lot of folks could, because she had a pretty face, and she was a reputable name in Hollywood,
1: too. She's the name. Um, I mean, she she did a lot of good with her fame.
0: There's John a- Cena. There's another one.
1: Is he a humanitarian? Is he doing yes, good he shit? Yes, he is.
0: He does a lot of good Make-A-Wish stuff, and he has a lot know, of... Uh, all the wrestlers are kind of good. forced into that realm because so many kids look up to wrestlers. I know and,
1: Batista's done a lot of good shit, yeah, too. Yeah, same thing.
0: And his movie career ain't too shabby, either. No, nah, it's coming along. Yeah, yeah better good. than the Rock. That's a uh, no. He's a better. He's been in better movies than the Rock. I'll argue this one all no. day. No,
1: better the Rock's has been a better blockbuster block, box office draw so far. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, the
0: Batista's Batista. been in better movies. Batista's got the he's Marvel a, thing on
1: his side. He's a bit player in Marvel movies, so he's been in better movies. He's also that's been in Stuber. Okay. You need to see Blade Runner 2049 yes. and the prequel to it, the short films.
0: I did.
2: Awesome. I've seen Blade Runner 2049. He's okay, but again, a bit player.
1: Name, name me the
0: best rock movie. <laughs> I don't know. Skyscraper. Uh, the rundown's actually Skyscraper good. Skyscraper was good. The rundown's really good. But that's old school rock. That's pre-Madonna pre, pre rock. Madonna. If there if there ever was one pre pre you're just Rock. mad
2: because he went Disney.
0: Uh, yeah, he's been sort of God, labeled, God. or he's been taken over Smith as Tooth Fairy. I know is what
2: comes to mind. <laughs> when or, you say
0: Disney, yeah, uh, he's a big box office draw. I get it. Um uh, but he's he great. Could, I want to see him flex he his. He had muscles. an HBO show. Ballers?
2: Ballers was I, great. I want to see him
0: flex his it. acting chops.
2: It's absolutely great.
0: I want to see him get a Golden Globe nomination in the next five I think years. There's,
2: I think he's got acting chops. You don't think he does?
0: Not like Batista. That's why I brought well, up Batista. Batista. doesn't speak. Mm.
1: <laughs> you got. I'm going to send you the... <laughs> you
0: need to watch Stuber. Stuber is right up your alley as far as comedy is concerned. I told you that because it's pretty much a, a mimic of your previous past uh, part-time job. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's a movie about Batista being an assassin. Who hops in an Uber and he it's like Collateral, the comedic be, version of Collateral. I don't doubt he can be. You just funny, sold it to me don't... now I
1: gotta go watch it. It's mm. the
0: comedy version of Collateral.
1: Okay. He's about to come on movie. Dune too, the next yeah. the Dune remake. Uh, so that's gonna be pretty. Impressive. You know who's
0: not gonna be in the Dune remake? Sting. Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody approached The Rock. No, they they need him for Fast and Furious 10. They, they... don't. Are
2: we only on 10? I thought we were on like. 12,
0: We're on nine. It's been delayed know, for like two years 12, 12, because of multiple reasons. Yeah, I mean, there's another positive from uh, coronavirus. We haven't had to endure the Fast, and Furious, Fast and, Furious and
1: Furious 9. I'm to kick out of the smart people that love those movies. I know it's not to be taken seriously, but even in that context, I can't stand the Fast and the Furious movies.
0: I'm sure you have your guilty your guilty pleasure, like turn the brain off style
1: of movie. That's my girls. My girl is obsessed with Fast and, with Furious, Fast and Furious movies. She's well, like, I know they're bad. I don't give a shit. I'm excited for the next one. I'm
0: there's like, a lot of attractive men involved. Uh, there's, probably. That's yeah. It. I mean, there's that. Uh, there's a reason why you guys watched the Mummy recently. I found that nearly every woman in their thirties or forties had a thing for Brendan
1: Fraser. Yeah, back yeah in the they day. did, man. He was like, I he 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 was a sex symbol for about a minute. I don't. <laughs>
3: Well, probably, probably longer like, than that. It was Church, multiple movies. It was from, from, Encino, from Encino Man.
1: man Encino Georgia Man, George yeah. of the Jungle, and The First Two Mummies. I think that was his period where he was a sex. But woman. he was
0: in Blast from the Past, too. He was in uh, I The Scout.
1: Movie. I don't know what that movie is. It's
0: a baseball that. movie.
1: You remember that one with Albert yeah. Brooks? Yeah. I don't remember that yeah. at all. Oh, I do remember that. Holy yeah. shit. No, man. Rachel Vice was it.
0: He was in school ties too, wasn't he?
1: School. Yes, he school, was. was school, yeah, days? Fra- school ties. School ties. I'm thinking about Leo DiCaprio. Well,
0: oh, it's too bad. Sc- uh, Brendan Fraser wasn't in that little game we just played. Morgan would have eliminated Miguel with the. Uh, he sure would have. <laughs> I wouldn't have <laughs> remembered
2: it all. Don't worry.
0: I kind of want to play that game like for a whole episode of entering and just record it and see what it comes out as.
1: It's. it's you never know, man. For Bert-
0: because- M36, folks, we're going to play uh,
1: what's this game called? It's the, it's the short version of Cinephile. Shorthand. We call it the shorthand version of Cinephile. I'm just used to playing it with shots.
0: Yeah, M36 is going to be an hour and a half of playing Cinephile. <laughs> <laughs> like Cinephile. This is M35, so we just gave him a, a little bit of a taste. What is an M35? Sounds like a mine. It oh, it's, totally it's a strange. galaxy again. It's a car oh, for infinity. Boring. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, galaxies out there. There's a lot of
1: galaxies.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of galaxies out. That's a very intelligent statement. I just know, made, sir.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, not. Yeah, if you're a young Earth creationist
1: galaxies. or a flat Earther, it's all. It's all a lie.
0: It's all oh, here.
1: It's oh, all here. We're the center it's, of the universe. It's the lights. human being spoke to a. Uh, uh, God, it's a good time to vent. Taking advantage of yourself. Yeah, shots, this uh, is
0: this is what M35 get. is all about. Vent. Get it all out because I I want one of those episodes where we just fucking lay the hammer down on everything wrong with this place not that we haven't done that in the first 34 episodes <laughs> but uh I, i'm willing to like
1: say like this is the point of this episode is the vent. speaking to someone today that was telling me i think i told this It happened before a person has suggested that well, i spoke to two people that were crazy today on the phone uh one person was a flat earther <laughs> the, the other you part.
0: established that within like just a phone call, a matter of a phone
1: call? Oh, they just started ranting. Oh, about Flatter. Yeah. What instigated it, it, them? It was just venting about how um, we can't trust insurance companies. Insurance companies are all part of the same evil system that lies to us as consumers, and that was just an excuse to segue to we're always being lied to, man. I tell you the truth, man. That whole thing about the world, you know, it's it's what what they tell you about the world is a lie. And I'm like, I thought he was going to go on and about just money. And he, starts, yeah. he he
0: found a way. That would have s- been the way to strengthen his argument because <laughs> if you contemplate, like, what the hell were they thinking? Who thought of the concept of insurance? Is is like that's propaganda 101. I, I I'm I know I'm talking to the insurance guy here, but I'm talking about a hundred plus years back in time. Whenever the con do you know the history of, like, the insurance business?
1: To an extent. I mean, we always assume that it's it's, it's always kind of been there. We just didn't call okay. it insurance at the time. There's always someone had your back that said, hey. When you, know, you need us, we'll be there. But in between, give us $150 a month. Yeah, it feels like a hustle, but, man, the shit hits the fan eventually. It feels like a
0: hustle that people could get away with because the shit hits the fan exactly. eventually. Um, but it's still fucking hustle. <laughs> it's still like, um, why can't I pay my car insurance or or, or why can't I, I get a little depreciation on the cost when ninety-five <clears> percent <throat> of the time I'm driving like a, a healthy uh, a good or so you, or
1: so you say.
0: So I say. Yeah, it's you true. Sometimes I take my glasses off to test how good I can God. do.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Not with a kid in the car, just by myself. <laughs> if I got to go on a grocery run or something, I'll take advantage of it. You're like,
1: exactly oh, yeah. why. You just answered your question: Why we need <laughs> insurance? Because there's that guy taking off his glasses, covering one eye.
0: I told th- <laughs> I told this to my former coworkers because I actually tried it out. Uh, a couple of times and I told them and they were repulsed by the notion yeah. that I was driving down Preston uh, all the way from Frisco to where I live now without my glasses on. And I'm like, yeah, it's bumper to bumper traffic every night. I'm not going over 15 miles an hour. I do it so I can almost improve my natural eyesight because oh I don't God. get how that works. I don't wow. get how when I take my glasses off, I can't see out of my natural vision. It's like the air conditioning story. Sorry. <laughs> Since we're on the topic of venting, okay uh, get it, okay.
1: all right uh,
0: I don't know if I have to explain my jokes to Morgan or not because no, he's so
1: terrible. <laughs> he gets them. That's the problem <laughs>
0: <laughs> They are dad jokes i'm a I'm a dad since we're on the topic of venting. It's like air conditioning. Hashtag
2: girl dad by the way,
0: yes, it's a lot like the history of air conditioning in my opinion. I think <clears throat> it was created. To steer us away from a natural, like uh, just death that we were. What are we were, talking about again? Or last week I said air conditioning yeah, came I know. around yeah, because
2: yeah, I know we
0: were all gonna die from heat.
2: Yeah, that relates to
0: what? Am I supposed to be blind?
1: You're mad your at eyesight? your bi- You're mad at okay. your own biology. I'm sure there's people with cancer probably thinking the same damn thing.
0: Am I meant to be blind? And there was a technology that came around that said, "No, nah, you're not gonna be blind. We got you covered." That's helping you. I know. <laughs> But because you might be useless if you can't see. (laughs) That's well, I don't know that. I'm sure there's some blind folks out there who would adamantly disagree with that statement. But I don't know. Well, would imagine the
2: industry that you can work in becomes narrower by quite a bit.
1: Even that. I don't know of anybody that can underwrite an insurance that's fucking blind. They (laughs) there's people who are I think they're fucking blind when I
0: see you got to be able to read all the bullshit small print. Right. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) we're two insurance payers at the table, one insurance hustler. So yeah, you're outnumbered (laughs) here on this one, sir. Probably, yeah. And okay, back to the
1: flat earther story because I want to get to that. Yeah, found a way to segue his conversation about his policy being canceled to the world is flat. And if you don't think so, you you know, you've been lied
0: to. damn, did you tell him to listen to our show? I just side rolled out.
1: out. Like, I, I'm sure my sigh was meant to tell him even on an unconscious level, do you shut the fuck up? But right. he, he didn't he didn't stop from ranting no, this guy, 60, do. this guy, 60 years old, thinks the world is flat and thinks that it's only about 10,000 years old. Yeah. How do you in the practical sense? Talk to this person. How do you? How, what, how, what sense, let's pretend I wasn't a fucking, you know, insurance underwriter. Let's pretend that I'm just some guy on the street, man. How do you, even then, in that context,
0: well, if you're guy how on do you street, talk to them
1: rationally? He probably doesn't reveal that to you. Really well, he might.
0: Actually, he
2: probably has 50 bumper stickers on the back never, of his
0: car. He's got signs in
2: his front yard, pronouncing ever every had political a, opinion he's ever had.
0: Have you ever had a discussion with a flat earther off of like the internet?
1: I've had one at a party, yeah. And it was oh, really? I was, I was where shocked, it legitimately
0: uh, came out that they believe. Okay,
1: it was it was that you know that time of the party where everyone's loosened up, some people have left, everyone's drinking, and they're at that point where you're very open with who you're with. And oh, you're, I see. You start venting. Inebriated. About shit, you would. Yeah, <laughs> that's the other word for it. Yeah, this guy who I thought seemed pretty rational was also a flat earther. He's like, or was he just inebriated? Both. Because, I don't <laughs> when know I'm if... inebriate, I don't start saying crazy shit like that. Really? I say conspiracy shit. But what I'm about a... when you're high? No, I. So was, was, when I'm the highest I've ever been in my life, I'm not gonna think the world is flat. Like, or I'm a. I don't become a young Earth creationist because I'm that fucking stoned. When
0: I used to Does smoke, work when I used to smoke, I used to throw the kitchen sink out and just see how it would be received.
1: Did you ever think the world was flat when no. you were stoned? No,
0: exactly. Flat Earth wasn't even a. a th- thought in the early 2000s when we were, like, when I was smoking the most, Flat Earth was like a tiny little pocket of uh, the world. Okay. A very small percentage, but YouTube changed all that, That man.
1: means that it's grown.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's grown,
1: Big for sure. Time. What the f... Yeah. So we, again, well, what I've talked about before, the internet has made people more dumb. In yes, many ways. Do you think Either has- that
0: or it has, uh, it, well, it is intentionally meant to distract them into these, like, rabbit hole, like, theories that uh can occupy their time. Yeah. Well, like the flat earther spends probably thirty to forty percent of their waking time contemplating the flat earth theory. <laughs> I, I I'd rather be dead. Because that is a dom- that's a dominating theory, right? Like if you legitimately think that the earth is flat, you build your sense of reality around, around that. It. Yes. Just it's like the it's like the heliocentric versus geocentric quandaries that were perplexing the 14th, 13th century folks. Did we treat them the same way? Did we treat the geocentric uh, Earth theorists the same way? Like ah, you scumbag! No way that the Earth can be the center of the universe. Granted, it, it was proven that it wasn't, but for a substantial amount of time it would be reversed here, right? <laughs> because flat earth is something new. And we've all been thinking that the earth is a sphere it's for a, X amount of it's time. A, it's
1: a throwback, though, to when people thought that it was flat and they went after Galileo. Yes. And Copernicus. Yeah. So like those it's guys. It's
0: sort of a back and forth. Yeah, it, it went from, uh, yeah, it's kind it found a resurgence.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. that sort of stupidity ha- has had a resurgence. It really pisses me off because when I was a little kid, I think I mentioned this to you guys, I thought, oh, my God, when I grow up, there's going to be a lot less stupid people. When the Internet's out, everyone has access to information. Everyone's not, no one is going to have an excuse to be stupid. Mm. Now I'm in my mid-30s, and I feel like people are as dumb as I've ever known them to be in my entire life.
0: And they're watching Bukaki videos all day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's the sugar on top. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> oh, God, that's horrible. That's what they're doing. This is what people do with their free time. It's sex driven. It's violence driven. It's the bukkake to me is less offensive than the flat earthers. I swear to God, because if you're you're into some nasty shit, you're a consenting adult. What
0: well, depends? Because I have my theories. Of, I have my theories on the porn industry. I think a large a percentage of, of the women yeah. involved in porn industry were ushered into that industry by people whose names are suicide victims in the last year. Man,
2: uh, men- honestly like I don't know that it takes a whole lot to talk somebody into doing that stuff.
0: Nowadays, but I'm talking about the come up. I don't of think getting that, the numbers. I don't think that mentality's changed. If you're if you're positioning a business to go into the billion dollar range um, over time and you have no idea how it's going to get there because the future is unknown, you need to have one thing on your side. Um, you, ha- you need to have people. You need to have like an, a- an actual base of employees, of people that you're willing to teach how to do the job and get them going. I don't know that in the early 2000s, there were a large constituency of 20 to 30-year-old women who were just willing to do that level of disgusting stuff on a daily basis like there are today. Nowadays, like, everyday couples will do it on Pornhub because Pornhub's the YouTube of uh, porn sites. But still, I think in order for the the porn industry to get off the ground and become what it's become. Now it needed to have some sense of manipulation or, or um, exploitation, exploitation and, yep. and getting a base group of women that they could basically entrain to do their, their haven't business. brothels been around forever. Well, that's what I'm saying is the porn industry is like an evolution of brothels. Sure. In many ways you, you have your pimps uh, on websites who are the website owners yeah. Who say, I need to have this cream. I mean, you you actually see this on some porn sites. The, I don't uh, think they the have to talk. The casting couch I, porn sites I, yeah, that exploit women know. who are walking in.
2: No doubt there's some exploitation there, but I don't think you have to do
0: much to do the exploiting. No, because the women want nothing but money. Uh, I, I agree. But back in the day... I don't know.
2: Well, how far back are we talking about? Back in the day, because like I said, we've had brothels from the beginning of time, correct? Yes, but so how far back are we traditionally talking? Traditionally,
1: not in the, day? in
2: the U.S. Oh, really? Wait, the God. Old West wasn't
0: full of brothels. Okay, the maybe. West
1: was built on brothels, bro. Like, maybe I can take you to like some that, that are like museums but now that are that's 18th about. century.
0: Um, in the 20th century, there weren't. Uh, maybe. Okay, maybe. I think
1: it's. I mean, yeah. I, I understand what you're saying. I think they're...
0: there were there's prostitution, sure, but there weren't everyday women willing to sell their bodies for. I don't know that it, everyday women, but do. they do. That's the difference now.
2: I it. I don't think there's any difference now. I don't. There's no difference now. It, it's the people who are uh, who lack self-esteem. I don't think that's changed over time. I don't think you have uh, more people today that are less. Self-esteem than you had in 1960 or 1900. I think you find mm. someone. Remember, we we're talking about attention. Like you, you start to that. you start to see, you know how attention gets you, uh, makes you feel. Uh, sure, and you can get talked into doing things that you might not normally have done. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, you're I think that type from, of manipulation may happen, but but I don't think it's that difficult.
0: There's not a strip club or there, there's no shortage of strippers for strip clubs. Yeah. But strippers aren't doing anything like gratuitously disgusting. Really? They're taking their clothes off and they're dancing. Uh, they're
2: probably, most of them are probably turning the tricks in the back
0: room. Well, that's, that's if it accelerates <clears throat> and that's the disgusting element of that. But a, a stripper who goes to drug, work, the drug culture has a lot to do with this, right? Sure. Yeah. That too. The Is whole it,
2: hippie culture might even
0: lend itself a little bit
2: th- into this.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm not willing to say that uh, there's not an it's element not, of child trafficking problem. though that has infused itself into the porn industry. I I've, I've sat back and theorized about it like a lot. Um there's, there's- there there are certain there's a certain body type even and a certain um female look right now in the porn industry or at least from most recent time that I've seen it uh where it's like the girls need to look as young as they possibly can. And maybe this has always been the way. Yeah, I think the always. Okay. But just that notion offhand is repulsive. Like oh, when yeah. you sit back and think about it, and you know, like there's an entire industry designed to make the girls look as young as they can and engage in sexual activity it, with guys I, who have their face I would, blurred out.
2: I would almost disagree. Okay. Because there's way more... Older women involved today than were in say 1990.
0: Yeah, that's because they started in 1990. Perhaps, <laughs>
2: but I but I think the the whole f- we're a lot more open minded to the, to like watching porn with older people in it than we were in 1990.
0: Yeah, because I'm repulsed by watching it with anyone who looks like they could be under the age of 24 at this point. Yes.
1: Here's the good news. Um, on, on one hand, Sasha, I do agree with you to a pretty notable and important extent. Oh, that's extent, good news. <laughs> well, well, I'm going to get to what's the, the bad news and what the good news is. The yeah. bad news is I think that you're right. I think that the porn industry we all know is a billion-dollar industry that's built on the shoulders of exploited women to a pretty notable extent. Mm-hmm. However, just like with YouTube. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Pornhub. We, we funnel the su- the success. What I was gonna say is like just like with YouTube, how you can be your own star. I think that the good news is with Pornhub, you have these couples, men, women, transgender, anybody can be their own porn star if they want. True. It. And so, therefore, that takes money and power away, away from, from in the industry that is basically, you know, exploiting women. Do it yourself. The yeah. best. Some. Some. Amateur porn right now is bigger than anything right now made by Vivid I'd much
0: because... rather watch the the chick I had a crush on in high school like pop up on <laughs>
1: Of course. You there's a teacher. <laughs> if you're that... listening out there, whoever you <laughs> <laughs> if there's any female college professors that are uh, not,
2: exactly, I saw I'd, all the girls I went to. My high school wife pokes her head. Trust I'd me, want to
0: see? I'd rather see. I, I'd rather see them than some stranger or who I don't know how they got in that position. Some person that might be 18. That's kind of gross. Or walking might up, be knocking on the might door. be like, an Epstein Island uh, uh, byproduct. I'd yeah. much rather know.
1: Like ah
0: yeah, I remember yeah, you. I from, remember <laughs> Tiffany
1: in uh <laughs> in my sociology class in trigonometry. Hey, man, power to them. If that's their hustle then 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 do it, man, then do it, but again i that think that's the good news is that on one hand, people are looking at it negatively, oh my God, everyone's doing it now uh, but but the thing is you know what though, if everyone's doing it, then it takes power away from this industry that probably is bullying. That I think, probably is exploitation. I, I
0: exploitation. think that is good news. The other good news is I legitimately think there is a depreciation in the volume, uh, the amount of hours that a certain age group dedicates to porn. I think we particularly in the 30, I'll speak very loosely for this table because I don't want to put a word in, in anyone's mouth there, but then the age range from 30 to 45 I want to say that we're, we're just kind of tired of it in, in a lot of ways. In my 20s, I would say I was a bi-daily, every other day, porn watcher to some degree.
1: Oh my God, everybody was. But like the female friends I had in college in my early 20s were the ones that introduced me to some of the craziest up shit I ever saw online. Yep. And they had... Porn everywhere. And it wasn't like that when I was a kid. In, in the 90s, when I was a teen in the 90s, it was mostly guys. Yeah. But whenever I got to college, I think the culture changed, and I got to see a reflection of that with a number of female friends that I had that were watching porn left and right. Yeah. Um, this is where
0: desensitization actually pays off because you get so sick of it. It's um, it's to the yeah, point where it's not I'm, part of your life. I am like maybe – even if I, I think hard about this since, since 2020, maybe – at the start of the year, maybe six to eight times have I engaged in watching a video.
1: I'm trying to think. I'm not asking. Uh, I'm movie? not asking for like a, a, a porn rundown. movie.
0: Yes. Like yeah. on the Internet.
2: Well, I'm I don't. Think. I think that went out right. Like that was a very early hells in then. <laughs> I think that was a very early thing, right? Um,
0: Watching porn video? Oh no, oh, I'm not talking like about
2: movies. Cinematic movie? Oh, no. type <laughs> style of pornography.
0: This is your era of porn.
1: <laughs> yes, Morgan. Nowadays, you can <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just get on the
0: website. <laughs> it's just streaming now. It's like you don't know, go to a theater with our there's generation. There's three Morgan. to five minute clips, and that's about it. You're not engaged in an hour and a half long sort of like storyline. Even though you can still be, oh, yeah. Showtime still has these these
1: types of things. I, I like the fact. That it's a double-edged sword. There's in porn. There's something for everyone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm also terrified of the fact that there's something, something for, for everyone. everyone. There's yeah. some sick
0: motherfuckers. Yeah, This man. is where the porn industry could actually be a helpful uh, part of society if they wanted to be. They could hone in on the people who very easily, based on IPs and stuff like that, who are looking at the shit, the shitty shit, like the ugly shit. They should be. Shouldn't they? But
1: see, her, shouldn't they have here, some sort of corroboration
0: you, with federal law enforcement? Here, it's like, hey, this guy just Googled thirteen year old porn.
1: That's different. Okay. That's way different because again, when you say what's gross and shitty, there's some people that consider like, you know, bukaki absolutely disgusting and should be outlawed. There are some people that are like, No, that's what I think I'm into, but I'm not gonna hurt anybody. I gotcha. So it's all the term disgusting is subjective. The time where it's not, where I think we all should agree, is if it involves anybody even implicitly under, under eighteen. I don't even like under 20. I don't like the fact that uh, I had a friend in school who she ended up doing porn. I don't like the fact that she and other of my friends, male or female, were not allowed to buy alcohol. were are not allowed to buy cigarettes in some states. But they could sleep with the But room. they could go get on camera. Or they yeah. could go get their head blown off in the fucking military. Yeah. It's like those were the when options. you're – we've decided for you you can't drink. We've decided for you you can't smoke. But if you're going to be exploited, 18 is a good number. Fuck it. Literally, I
0: don't speak to um, I don't speak to any like feminist movement sort of uh, persons uh, often or anything like that. But what's their take on porn?
1: It's really subjective because the feminist friends that I've talked to about it, um, some of them are like, hey, man, you know, nowadays in 2020. There's poor men women. Do whatever you want. Yeah. And then there's another part of, of feminists that I talk to that are 110% grade A against all of it. Yeah. That are just like, no, it only exploits women. Um, it's terrible. The
0: long-term psychological effects that it has on kids who are sort of raised in an era where it's easily accessible, we don't know
1: yet. We
0: don't know what the, it's like.
1: The, the solution is just keep it out of everyone's hand who's under 18, but it's not practical. But that would be the solution if we could magically do that. Because you can't there's... do that in a cell phone era either. No, of course not. You can't do that. You, you can't do that in the cell phone laptop era. and and um Unless it happened naturally. Unless it happened naturally. You're not gonna naturally watch in oh my god. I, I, I'm sorry to the kid who walks in to his mom and his teacher <laughs> and his <laughs> No, I guess what I was going more for was like if uh,
0: if T V got a little bit more risque with what it – allowed on like broadcasts Uh like we're past the age where if I see boobs on on NBC like it'd be a big deal you are look
1: what happened with Janet Jackson you guys remember that
0: but why isn't that a a contradiction because the the Karen who gets mad that Janet Jackson's boobs were revealed (laughs) at the Super Bowl her kids getting ready and chomping at the bit to go upstairs and watch videos of uh, whatever the fuck he's watching. No, we, we all knew It's a that. contradiction.
1: It we was, we, we, the people who were throwing a fit over Janet Jackson showing like, with, with less than a second of titty yeah. are the ones that were either doing the most fucked up shit themselves. With kids with carpal tunnel. Oh, yeah. yeah. We had kids that <laughs> one arm stronger than the other. <laughs> <laughs> They're upstairs yeah. watching like
0: their, their friends. That's probably another reason why 2020 has
1: been light for me. Is this right? Right shoulder. <laughs> done the, the right, the right shoulder. Is it weaker or stronger than it's been?
0: It's weaker than ever. No disc golf, nothing, uh, but it's not for those reasons.
1: It's, but the, but that wrist muscle, how's that doing?
0: Oh, uh, I don't know. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't had to sit at a computer and type for eight hours a day for a while. So, uh, I, I don't know. Hopefully my next job is removed from that. Even though I don't think any jobs in this era are removed from you sitting didn't. on your ass and typing.
1: It, welcome to the service industry. You're not, again, it goes back to what I was talking about. The oligarchy has created a society where your ass has been conditioned not to want a manufacturing job or a job where you're working with your hands. Is a service industry. Keep your ass in a seat, typing, you'll or be rewarded. Food. And you'll be Eventually, rewarded. The with marriage a, system will kick in. A lovely
0: yeah. place, two car garage, and uh, your choice of eight different fast food slash Casual dining restaurants within a five mile radius.
2: You want to? uh You want some porn stats, money wise? <sighs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. In 1970, was estimated it was a ten million dollar a year business.
0: As like the budget for the last Netflix original movie.
2: Ten million in 1970 is worth sixty eight billion today in 2020.
0: Yeah, it's bigger than video games. Um, not bigger than well when
2: when you Hollywood. consider the industry. Cho- essentially the porn industry is what ch- made VHS, VHS, and beta go away, right?
0: Did it? Yes. People's demand for sex on tape Video. was that high? Yeah. Interesting.
2: Well I don't I don't know that it was that high. I think it was cheaper to do the VHS tapes that you could throw in stores to sell versus beta. So that made that particular industry the whole the whole movie industry went VHS instead of Beta, essentially, mm-hmm. because of the, of the the pool of the porn industry, the sell selling they power. They talked the about porn that industry. on Tropic Thunder. Yeah. That
1: kid was ranting about it. Yeah. That whatever the porn industry does ends up throwing the weight on that side.
2: Which I bet I bet your DVD probably porn. I industry was about again.
1: to I was about to say uh, the only time
0: that I can remember it not being driven by the porn industry. Now that you mention it, is the Blu-ray versus HD DVD, and this is up my wheelhouse, so I know that. Um, Sony was the main proponent for Blu-ray and it was completely video game driven. Their PS2 was, or I'm uh, sorry, the PS3 was, uh, Blu-ray sense. player only and they sold enough gamers on the Blu-ray technology to, and video gaming has been the big ballooning industry, I would say in the entertainment realm over the course of the last 20 years. Yeah. Um, so it's funny how, yeah, things sort of shape themselves Technology at least shapes itself around the industry that's doing the most, right, at the quickest, yeah, pace. I guess what I'm saying is, I hope to God it's never porn again because I don't. Yeah, the, uh, well, it, with everything streaming, yeah, it can't be porn, no, because that's dead water for porn. I don't. There's so much free content.
3: I don't
1: understand because yeah. that's what I'm about to say I, I haven't understood this for the past twenty years. I, will, I was thinking about this during the time I spent a lot of time online during 9 11. How does the porn industry still continue to be a billion dollar industry when there's so much of it proliferated and free online? I don't get I don't it. Know. Who the hell still pays for porn? Somebody's paying for it because there's still a billion dollar industry. Well, it's like YouTube, though, right? That.
0: There's advertising. There's,
1: YouTube's free. For, uh, that's porn. different, though. Someone's paying Vivid Video. When
2: I, when I, hmm. when I drove Lyft, people were still going to, um,
1: adult video, adult stores. video
2: stores. Yes.
0: There are some elements of, uh, society that aren't willing to
1: like disconnect from how, the way they, how always they grew up. up on it. Yeah. I'm going to go spend 60, $70 on a porn video. Uh, <laughs> well, they were <laughs> probably, expensive, bro.
2: They were probably going to watch the video in a room. Uh, yeah. Oh, they have those. at
0: the place. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Last time I've been to a, a uh, <laughs> sex shop with another couple. It was me, my girl, and just another couple just for fun, you know, one weekend. And the number of people that were in there buying, the I didn't know this, because I hadn't really paid attention to how much movies are, because again, I grew up with a generation where it was free. Still $44.99 and up? Bro, yeah, Mm -hmm. I was shocked. I actually looked at some of the videos, and there were like $50, $60. There's a whole section that's like $70. I'm like, who the
0: fuck is paying for this? Do they have a clearance section? Because I might (laughs) (laughs) might be interested in picking yeah, up was, a lot
2: <laughs> that's a double charger well, you there's know there, probably, there's a an I bet there's, you there there is. there's a porn sasha out there right
0: <laughs> there or, is or, a variant or, of my you know where they've got this some huge galaxy.
2: movie collection right Rare, nothing but porn. yeah
0: yet. in some other planet on some other planet there is a shade of myself even on this planet i believe in that morgan i believe that there are sh- shades of uh, your no, personality there's, there's that a you never yes yeah. but even within this Planet, there's a person who may not have my name or my characteristics, but they have the movie collection, but it's all porn instead of Bruce Willis action movie.
1: (laughs) Or it's the porn version of Bruce Willis. Debbie does Dallas
2: Print in VHS. Yeah. No hell they got the real to real
0: version of it. There has
1: to be. If there's rare
0: instead of the rock, it's like the rock hard the rock hard <laughs> i've always
2: appreciated the names of some of the movies and as some kind of had a popular stuff cute. yeah it's kind of funny
1: i've always said if i was going to make or direct a porn it'd be like native american oriented it'd be like <laughs> starring veronica spread eagle
3: john <laughs> hung
1: like bear <laughs> <laughs> and i nice. thought
3: it's
1: pretty good it nice. is man i've always thought it because i've always I joked about this with my girl. I was like, hey, you know, what we should do we should do a an intro, not actually do the porn, because she'd never be down with that. No one I know would be down with it. None of my close friends, anyway. But do like the intro,
0: except for that girl in high school. <laughs> but there's, no, there's a
1: few girls in high school and college that I ended up with. I'm gonna talk about there in a second. OnlyFans, and there's a couple guys too. Ah, uh,
0: OnlyFans. OnlyFans
1: is, is a very new, interesting weird hustle. Yep. But anyway, but
0: like Morgan, like, uh, interested now in this, uh, should we tell him about OnlyFans right now? It it It, came up through Twitter, right? That's how I heard about it because there were enough Twitter. It was Instagram for me. It was, yeah. All my
1: friends on Instagram realized, uh, you know what? I can give you this free shit of me in a bikini or me in a speedo. Okay. And then, um,
0: it came up on a hashtag for me. I want to say three or four months ago. And I'm like, what the is this? Is this about sports? Is (laughs) it? (laughs) <laughs> you thought it was. I thought sport. it was sport related, so then I no, click no, on no, it, no. I click on it. I go through the trending topic, and within about five or six scrolls, I see a a, a woman with an OnlyFans account. I'm yeah, like, yeah. what the hell is this? She's got the little lock symbol. I'm yep. like, oh, it's a social media site for people who want a TNA? Facebook of just their TNA.
1: Yeah. that's it. It's a it's it's a hustle, man. And Inevitable. I, you know, it went up. I was looking at statistics during the. Pandemic, Yeah. Since so many people are out of work, staying at home, jerking off.
2: Yeah. So it's kind of like uh live streaming.
1: Yeah. No, it's, it can be pictures. It can, it's, it's like cam. It, oh, okay. Yeah. It's, it's pictures, videos, whatever you want. It's basically, you can, you can, you can decide your own things. Just like Mercari, which is really interesting about this. What? Yes. You oh, can, you can decide your price point. Yes. So like you can say, uh, $11 a month, $100 a hundred dollars. Well, month.
0: that's, I am actually on board with this because then it sort of sticks it forces some humility maybe because the chick who thinks she's all that yes. and is charging like $55 a month and has one subscriber. Yes. She might go home and be like, Oh, well, the sad but. thing is guys are dogs and there's
2: going to be a yeah. million guys for any body yes. type or any shape. songs. I learned that from
0: like, uh, <laughs> the live jazz days in the, I <laughs> oh, just, Oh God, those like, horrible things. you see all the live, I've, I've never done the, the actual the live yeah. engagement, but I've seen the ads. That have popped up, and I'm like, are you serious? Like, who's gonna click on that chick in the in the bottom right corner with something for everybody, man? <laughs> something
1: for everybody, you know. There's a there's a somebody's grandma right now that's hustling, man. You yeah, know, she's spreading yes. the wrinkles. Grandma porn. Cash. absolutely. Yeah, it's there. But what I was gonna say is like, it just like, in the context of like a funnier die a die skit. I was gonna do like an intro porn, put on YouTube. It was really funny. Where it's like the guys like, Senora, please, what can I do to stay in this country for you? and <laughs> <laughs> and she's like let me
0: think wait i'm trying to think if this has been a movie synopsis it probably for, has it's yeah, out how to there somewhere. be a latin lover i think
1: very recently or the guy's getting like it's it's not funny nowadays because everything that's happening but yeah if a guy's acting like i, I don't want to be kicked out of this country what can i do for mm-hmm. you you know mm-hmm. there's the intros to porn can be so fucking hilarious it's just the exploitation that takes place after that that cannot be cool right but when going back to the OnlyFans thing yeah i i've known I've gotten to find out that a couple of people that I'm friends with, that I went to college with, started an OnlyFans account because you know what? Uh, they're not getting the hours they wanted before. They're not they the lost bikini pics on Facebook weren't getting enough likes, so oh, they just or, wanted... or it's like they figured out. Um, yeah, I'm getting a lot of likes on my Instagram, but you know what? These guys are asking for more, and I can hustle these idiots, and they're doing it. You know, yeah. Part of me is judgment.
0: What cost? I mean, I always think of. If the internet is going to be around for another 20 to 30 years, are these people just not going to have any children or anybody that they're interested children in? Children
2: are asleep in the next room, bro. bro yeah, yeah,
0: but if your kid can hop online and, and find soon. out that mom had an OnlyFans in the year 2020 or something. That's going like to be a
1: millions of kids, bro. Yeah. Trust me.
0: Okay, well, are so parents are okay with that? It's subjective. They're not they're, thinking about it, right? Right. There, so, there's
1: there's no, a okay. lot of these moms who are doing it and have OnlyFans accounts that aren't thinking about it. There's a lot of them who are single who never want kids, so it's okay. Yeah. It's it's subjective, man. Like I said, there's there's people who do a lot of things when they're young to hustle that they regret doing later on. Some people regret all selling for crack. For money. For security, man. Is it for security? A lot of times it is. If you lose your job, and there's there's idiots out there that are willing to send you hundreds of dollars for you and a thong. Or if you're a straight male and there's gay guys out there or lonely, old, horny women that are willing to pay for you and, and wearing nothing will be being in the bathtub, mm-hmm. I can understand why that's tempting. I'm not saying I would do it. So does UBI solve this too?
0: This whole fucking Might help, conundrum yeah. of, of filth in society? That's to go <laughs> to Probably
2: not. With? Didn't that one Instagram girl sell her bathwater?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. No, there's, it's called. There's there's a thing right now that some people are fighting about. Gwyneth called... Paltrow's got a perfume
0: from her vagina odor.
1: Really? Yes. <laughs> yeah, so it, I wouldn't pay it's,
0: for that. It's not even removed from the celebrity who's already a multimillionaire. Yeah, celebrity
1: women that I would pay for for that. And she's not one of them.
0: I wonder what it's <laughs> called. I want to see what it's called now. I
1: heard Paltrow this on China. another
0: podcast. I think Joe Rogan mentioned this. But this is real? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow is selling perfume. That is Candle inspired by. It, or I would have called it sliding doors. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my god! That's movie. a good movie joke. Yeah, you've never seen sliding
1: doors. It's I a good I movie. Saw it back in the day, it's like the serendip- the British version of serendipity in a weird way. But mm-hmm. like, you're you for. I get a kick out of this, Sasha, because for the most part, you seem to be disgusted by this whole hustle. I'm just yeah, like, I, I, I kind of am. What we, There's a thing right now that uh, that one of the expressions online is twitch thoughts. I don't uh, think it's a challenge. What what is Twitch Twitch thoughts?
0: I don't think sex is a challenge for any human being. No, but it's a it's hustle. It's like an easy way out. But it's not a hustle. If it's not a challenge, it's not
1: a hustle, bro. That's not what a hustle is. A hustle is I'm gonna do what I can to get this See, fucking money.
0: That I have a different way of of looking at hustle because I came up playing sports. If you if you're told by your coach you gotta hustle, that yeah, means you that gotta put not... in effort. But the word itself, I I thought could have been applied over other realms of society, like. In the work in the work realm, if I'm hustling, that means I'm putting in a lot of effort. That's My what that means. That's what that means. Okay, but the, there's a the different person hustle. who sleeps with a, a guy and gets pounded for four hours wow. is not hustling.
1: I don't know, man. I mean, that's kind of rough. But no, not at all. Please. I'm, I'm going to have to edit this.
0: I'm venting tonight. Okay. I don't like the porn industry. I think, uh, it, I think it needs to go
1: away. Like McDonald's needs to go away. What do you have against McDonald's? It is oh, good, convenient crap. Right. I don't go to McDonald's. I like porn. Yeah. I don't go to McDonald's because it's, it has nutritional value. It's never my first choice. I go to McDonald's because I don't have time to fucking go where I want. So I'm going to go get my double cheeseburger.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. It's a candle. It's not a perfume. It's called the goop,
1: it's candle. the goop Candle. What does it have to do with her vagina? Well, it Goop is her like company. Her she wishes. The candle. Is this, does the candle smell good? Is that what the novelty is It
0: of? has a surprising scent. The candle can- is a product of a partnership
1: uh, wait a second. What Let the me... hell does that ha- – what does a candle have to do with your vagina? Just say it's a candle. It inspires you. We've got to have some shocking. 75 news, bucks you seven. can find out for yourself. Yeah. Maybe 35 on Mercari. I bet you somebody. See that to was. me. That's that's an asshole right there. It's like you're going to sell a can. Like like you said, Morgan. It's just to sort of shock people into buying yeah. it. Yeah. You could have just said it's inspired by things I love. Do the Oprah thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just say it's a mix of grapefruit, berries, and Turkish rose. Don't say it smells like your vagina. Can you yeah, imagine in front of your kids? Yeah. <laughs> because then your kids are going so, like so
2: i i mean if i was friends if, if young morgan was friends with her son i, I would yeah. just be go dude your mom has a candle can you get me one i want to smell your you oh, know smell your, your mom's, mom's candle oh. i mean you know what i'm saying i would it would be relentless remember, on remember that, that yeah, kid that from, from
1: king of the hill your mom died or he said something <laughs> terrible yes. that would be him your mom my mom has your mom's candle It smells like her vagina <laughs> <laughs> He would say it just like that. I
0: might go a step further and actually buy one if I was a friend of the kid. Someone light it up on the school bus. You know, it's Seth Rogen just light it and and let the whole school bus take a whiff of the. Hey, everybody you want to smell candles? Mom, chick, she died in contagion in the first ten minutes. This is what her pussy smells like.
1: <laughs> Someone's gonna <laughs> troll her and then make a candle smells like their balls. It's gonna be like Seth Rogen or somebody. <laughs> smell my balls candle. <laughs> you just gave that loser a, another, another, idea, yeah. another revenue stream. <laughs> if you can do it again, slash. I mean, see, again. There's a difference. Anybody can do that. it, but you're not famous. No, no I know. <laughs> but that's the
0: point. Is like I shouldn't have to be famous in order to make a candle out of my ball smell. I the fact that I don't want to do that. The fact that the fact that I have no impetus for doing that. It it sort of, uh, like you said, it prevents me from entering that realm. But the people that have a public face, they'll do the stupidest shit because they have the platform. Yet you see very, very infrequently, you see people use
1: their platform for the better. It's egotistical. You don't see George Clooney or Sandra Bullock doing that kind of dumb shit, man. You don't, but you don't see him doing much of anything
2: doesn't mean they're not doing something.
1: They're, okay. not, they're they've got their philanthropy, that's fair. you know, notches under their belts. Yeah, so a this, lot of them are religious fucking whack jobs, too. A lot of them are a lot of them are part of Scientology. It's yeah. all subjective, man. Like a lot of them like people always make fun of Gwyneth Paltrow for that kind of shit cuz she always pushes a lot of bullshit science. She always pushes a lot of stuff that's really egotistical like mm-hmm. that. Why would you sell a candle that you're telling people smells like you're your JJ Unless you're incredibly egotistical. I can't imagine selling a candle, even if I was famous, it says <laughs> smells like Miguel's ball.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Take it with the light
0: and As guy ga- as guys, we don't yeah, we don't have a lot of uh, a, a lot of incentive for making anything that smells like any of our private regions. No, we know
1: our balls stink. I don't want to get near my ball smell. It,
0: it takes like less than a day <laughs> after a shower and I'm right back to ah well, gotta do this again tomorrow gotta shower I, again
1: I, I use no i'm not trying to advertise i use a certain kind of organic soap <laughs> on my balls oh, really yeah
0: man well why not plug them
1: maybe those sponsors dr., dr squatch man i'm down with that all right uh, dr squatch organic soap i use that on my balls or and everything else takes so care I'm, of business i does man and i'm and i'm very content with how my balls smell right after showering mm. but not content <laughs> enough hours later to want to make a candle that smells like my natural odor,
0: dude. I judge it based on well every morning I determine especially especially as of late in unemployment <laughs> I I take a whiff of my shorts that are on the ground, not my uh, boxers, my uh, basketball shorts, and I'm like, ah, yep, it's it's time uh, because the, the- if, when the basketball shorts cross the threshold of like unbearable smell, then that's when you've bastard. gone a little too far.
1: Yep. You do the Peter Venkman thing from Ghostbusters, where he says like, there's no such thing as either clean or dirty. There's layers and acceptance of yes, clean. Yeah,
0: so for sure. Oh,
1: man, I'm different.
0: I think you can also max out on the level of dirty. If I'm being honest, I think there's oh, a certain you
1: bastard. I can't do that.
0: There's a certain threshold. I've I've gone disc golf rounds into playing ping pong, into not having time to shower, and then I'm like, oh, this is about as bad as it gets. And then I'm like, wait, is it? Let's do it again tomorrow and find out. And I'll play disc golf and ping pong and go run a mile the next day, and then I'll be like, oh, yeah, I maxed out yesterday. This is it. I can't get any stinkier than I was yesterday. Roll around in some trash. That's uh, manipulated. That's not natural odor. Okay. See what I'm saying here? Well,
2: Don, I, maybe you need I, to be warmed up by the trash.
0: I'm OCD, bro. I can't. <laughs>
2: it.
0: Maybe it's cold and you need a place to warm up. That's interesting. Um, I'm a, I'm I always OCD. had the fear that I would smell like a bathroom <laughs> that just got shit in. If
1: it, <laughs> if if it just got shit in. So we if, all do. That's why they made the poopery, which is a brilliant right. invention, Right. Like if way. you
0: walk into a bathroom that just... Had a shit taken in it, even if you don't have to shit, but you're in there. You walk out and you smell like the
1: shit. <laughs> if, the str- if the smell is that true, the smell, yes. smell lingers, if right? Like cigarette smoke. If yeah. the smell is strong enough, it will follow you like an entity or a demon. I've got one of my best friends. We, it's a running joke amongst all of us that we call the hateful eight. His <laughs> shit smells so bad that it likes days after he shits in one of our houses. Man, we like the paint comes off the fucking walls when this guy takes his shit in the bathroom. So like if, if it's that level, yes, it will linger. Yeah, That's what the poopery is for, man. This is like bringing me back to
0: the, the birthdays of, um, of meandering because this is how meandering all started uh, as far as the recording format of meandering. Oh. Yeah, we were at your place, Miguel, and we had 45 minutes of uninterrupted shit talk. <laughs> Literally. Don't you remember that? I think so, yeah. yeah. And then we are like, hey, we should do this on a week-to-week basis.
1: Meandering was literally inspired by shit.
0: No, going, no, it going inspired, back a little further. It was
1: inspired by a uh, constructive conversation. Our constructive neurotic conversation. Which we were not
0: having any in the last 30 Fuck minutes. Fuck that, man. <laughs> That's okay. It. This is a yeah, unique no. episode. This is one of the episodes that would be like an insert card in a pack of baseball cards. Like if, if we were the tops uh, brand of podcasts <laughs> out there. Uh, <laughs> This, this particular, particular episode, insert. I've, I've been thinking about this. <laughs> I've been thinking about this. I think this is the future of audio format. I don't want to give any secrets out to the big billionaires or anything like that, but I do firmly believe, actually, you know what, I'll hold, I'll reel it back a little bit because I plan on implementing all of this um, on this format and on this show over the near future, but I do believe that your personal content needs to have some flair here and there that stands out from the the standard content that you always have. Sure. Kind of, it's called humanity, yeah. Kind of like baseball cards. It's like when you open a pack, you get 18 cards of the same one, and then you always look forward to that one insert. And this is like, so far in the 35 episodes, this is the one where we're like not talking about uh, the end of the world.
1: No. It's- even though it's still looming outside. We people have been saying it's the end of the world for so long, and a lot of times it's about shit that upsets you. Like when you're saying you have such a, a negative idea of, right? of, mm-hmm. yeah, of, of the porn industry, for example. So let me ask you this. If you have a hetero cisgender male who has an OnlyFans. What does he, that even mean? Hetero, cis, hetero is, of course, straight. Cisgender means he's not, no, he's not non-binary. He's just a straight what guy. What does that mean? Non-binary is whenever you're not male or female. You don't equate to one or the other gender 100%. What does that mean? I'm done there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if, you got, if you got one of us. If you okay. got one of us age 30 okay. versus uh, – no, no, let's see, let's go younger. You've got one of us age 20 versus a girl age 20. Who do you worry more about that has OnlyFans, the guy or the girl? The
0: girl. Why? Yes. Why? The girl. Why? Uh, because I think patriarchal instinct kicks in for men. Who have a conscience.
1: Well, we're not talking about the casting couch. We're not talking about a girl walking into a, a, but it triggers, a
0: studio. It triggers the same neurons in your brain.
1: But are you right? You're answering instinctively and honestly. I have to, after thinking about it for a while, are you right to worry more about the girl?
0: Um, I, I, think, I think we're taught in life that women need a sense of protection more so than men when it comes to exploitation is uh, to boy girls are are to be guarded over a little bit more considerably because boys for the most part should be able to take care of themselves when they reach a certain age and so we sort of leave their their sense of defending themselves up to them based on things like uh, chemical makeup and the fact that uh, if a woman and a man are in a street fight, uh, 1% of the women would be able to defend themselves adequately just based on physical makeup. And so off of that, yeah, yeah. The, the likelihood of the, the girl being exploited physically is heightened over the boy.
1: I think history has shown us why we have to worry more about women being exploited than men. Absolutely. I agree with that 100% because women have been um, disproportionately exploited more right. than men when it comes sexually. But when it comes to this era mm-hmm. in the year 2020 where a 20-year-old guy and a 20-year-old girl can have an OnlyFans in that context, I think it's funny. I mean you admit wholeheartedly and instinctively your automatic you, reaction You still feel to-
2: like she was talked into it or convinced to do it and it wasn't – she didn't come by that by her own decision. Whereas the guy,
0: you're like, oh, yeah. What would a guy's <laughs> OnlyFans even? Like? It's just
1: him like swinging his dick around. They're all day? there, man. What sure. the hell? It's it's there. It's there. I mean, I, they're, of course they're not making as much money as the girls are, but it's there, man. Like I have a guy friend who has an OnlyFans account, and I asked him. I was just like, so who, who's your clientele? Can you he see? He's like, well, of course I can see the stats. I can see where in the country they are. Is he if doing it female. for hustling, or is he doing it for? He has a day job. It's extra money. He's buying a house with it. And this guy is basically – We can't all be resellers. I guess. <laughs> Mercari. No, Sorry. But... He's reselling. Yeah, he's reselling. He's but hes And he told me like some of my clientele, most of it is like 60% is gay men. The oh, rest get, is – He gets is... the stats back. Yeah, he does. Well, if they're honest. We
0: don't how – do, how, how do they know sexual orientation? Because we don't get that on like Spotify.
1: I don't know. But I mean I'm guessing that whenever people sign up – We do. We them, get male or female. We don't get sexual
2: orientation. We, we don't have to. If oh. if I was a guy selling guide nude pics in sixty percent are male, I'm, I'm gonna assume oh, that they true. are very true. Come Why on, not so my I'm couple of. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: well, speaking of the power of deduction, <laughs> how the hell did you win Cryptid tonight?
0: That's a good question. Lucky, ass. So, yeah, uh, I did get lucky. I admitted that I had no idea um, that. You, yeah, anyway, won't won't get encrypted because our audience will be like, what the hell are they talking about? It's a board game. Fucking it's board a, game. a crazy board game that uh, gives reduction. three to five, correction, player game, where each player gets a clue to the actual answer that everyone's trying to figure out. And you have to use the information that other people uh, give to compile your most logical deduction at a certain point of, of what the answer, the riddle, uh, the solution to winning the game is. I like that. I like yeah. that kind of game. Your yeah. power of deduction, like
1: he said, what he said, didn't kick in just now. In no, India. it didn't. So yeah, he says about 60% of them are male, so it's logical to assume that they're you know, gay. And mm-hmm. then the rest of it, he seems to think, are, are older women. That are just Or like,
0: they're sports fans, because again, OnlyFans sounds very misleading. So see, there's a lot of guys stumbled. that are like,
1: "What the hell did I sign yeah. up for?" It's yeah, a swinging dick. Wait a minute, I'll go ahead and stick but around. you had to pay for it, right? <laughs> <laughs> do you have to pay for this? Do you have to pay for it? Is yeah, there a free that's option? The, that, no, that's the point. Mm. The point is, is that you like you and you set your own standard. Like you so can do how- eleven dollars a month for my content, five dollars a month, a hundred dollars a month. Now, the other one besides OnlyFans is um, a Patreon. And with that, you can buy tiers. Like there's girls that have a level – for $20 a month, you get a naughty picture of me. For $50 a month, you get a video of me. For $100 a month, I'm going to send you a little letter telling you how much I like you and what you mean. Wow. So I'm not kidding. So it's bullshit is... like this. When I was doing photography, uh-huh. um, I got to know male and female models, and they've they've told me this kind of thing. And I asked him, "I'm like, who the fuck? No offense to you, who the fuck is paying you a hundred dollars a month to pretend to be their friend?" And she's like, "Yeah, it's a lot of guys." This is just. Uh, this sounds just like the expansion
0: of prefer uh, perversion. This this is like the expansion of perversion. Yeah, this is sort of sending it uh, knows no bounds. It's it's sending perversion as far, like just extending it as far as we possibly can. I am one who believes <clears throat> like the human mind and the psyche. Is driven by the need to expand and mm-hmm. that we've reached the limit in the material world when it comes to certain things uh, like industry, perhaps, um, or machinery or what we can what we can do in, in with our day and the time that we have. So now we're sort of expanding as far as we can with like our own personal um territory rather than the territory that's around us and the world that we have. Like we've found every nook and cranny in the world, even though we haven't, and and we haven't gotten close to that. There's millions of miles of of earth underneath, uh, underneath water that's unexplored and underneath ice. But for the everyday person, like they with access to the internet, especially they have access to as much of the world as they'll possibly ever have at any given moment of time. So the need to expand, it, it goes it goes back to like simple things now, like uh, violence, perversion, sex, and all the ugly shit is like getting reignited as far as uh, how far can we push this in the internet age? How far can we push this in the internet age?
1: It's new, searching for new horizons, I agree. Yes, but, but
0: it's not, none of it's new. It's just the computer that um, you're just more aware
2: of everybody.
0: Yes.
2: But I mean, some of it, and but, you're more aware of all the perversion in 1950.
0: You don't, they were not none, aware of your
2: neighbor's perversion,
0: but my neighbor wasn't,
1: uh, wasn't soliciting sex. I'm sure. He was. Didn't, maybe didn't know about it. You just didn't know about it. We've always, we the Roman empire had orgies that involved sheep and goats and people getting, you know, burned. I mean, the most fucked up shit you can think of that you're talking about nowadays. The Romans were like, hold my beer. Yeah. This you this know. only
0: furthers my
1: belief that
0: we're not all from the same place. Cut from the same cloth?
1: No! That's the point. Is- but
0: on a grander scale, we're not all from the same place. Like on an x scale, <laughs> we're not all from the same place. We're not all this no. peachy dish of just human beings that have all the same faults and all the same quirks and all the same – uh, drives and all that. We, we just don't have them. And it's not strictly based on environment and how you're brought up or anything like that. That is some element to it. But on a genetic level, we may not be wired the same way because there's some stuff that people do that I'll never do, regardless of environment, circumstance or anything like that. It's just, it, it doesn't it doesn't make Sense.
1: I mean, humans are the result of millions of years of evolution, just us, not the billions of years that came before us from, you know, primordial ooze. So, I mean, with millions of years of evolution behind us, if we're the eventuality and there's six billion of us, Sasha, I mean, there's, we're going to have variation. huge variations
0: then then how come we always fall back to uh we're all we're all really just the same at the uh, because
1: it's a platitude that sounds good at times which sometimes is okay to say because we we do it's it's, challenging. But it's when we
0: seek unity it's when we seek uh it's when we seek a community that isn't really there because some of these people i don't want as part of
1: my community <laughs> I, do, I don't want to have anything in common with the you don't have to you you have you have the a choice in the short life that we're given. They buy movies
0: too. Yeah, they buy different types of movies. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, they they
1: like the person you've been selling. furthest I'll go is
0: eight millimeter with Nick Cage because oh it's a good
1: God, movie. God, that movie's disturbing. Yeah, it is disturbing. But it's based on real shit. It's Based shit. on
0: what we're talking about, yeah, underage yeah. snuff films where they go above and beyond and just kill the girls that uh, are part of the films afterwards. And I'm sure there's some sense of reality there. Yeah.
1: It's called the dark, the deep web. Yep. That dark, exists too. The deep dark web. I, I if you were, stay away from that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't even know how you would stumble into really? something like that. In my teen years, I, I, mm. I found with some friends what was like called. an FTP a, site? Well, it was called the Silk Road. I found some of it. Oh, okay. Uh, and it was pretty scary mm. uh, what we found at the age of 17. I've seen 18. a couple of documentaries on that. Dude, yep. I'm glad I didn't go back to that. We used a thing called Onion. Uh, that helps you search um, certain websites you can't exactly find through Yahoo, mm-hmm. <laughs> so to speak. Nice. You have to know what you're looking for. But And in, in most of it was in foreign languages, so we can understand a lot of it. We did find a website. Keep in mind, guys, this is around 9-11. Uh, we found a website that would allegedly, if you pay them, they would fly you to the Philippines to shoot and kill somebody who was on allegedly death row in the Philippines. This website would literally do what that what was. Surviving that the game. Well, what was that other movie that I hate with the you? The Hostel. It was essentially hostile before the movie Hostile came out. Keep mm. in mind, I'm 17 years old when I see this, and it's freaking me the fuck out. It's uh, funny. Because it had pictures of guys uh, that you could shoot. Like Hostile. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that they were supposedly already on death row in the Philippines. You can go and shoot them.
0: That's an interesting genre of movie uh, that has sort of changed over time. The uh, battle royale genre, where there's like one group of people or one person who's like the – the hunted and then there's the hunters and those movies always try to say something socially. Um, I think Hostel was trying to say something socially
1: surviving the game with ice surviving the
0: game definitely
1: good. did because
0: ice T's character was like a homeless guy and he had all these bougie classism too. in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And it wasn't really race because Charles S. Dutton uh, was, he was part a of monster. The, yeah, he was a bad guy in that movie. And Gary Busey was so awesome <laughs> in that movie. He's awesome. And it probably. But over time, that genre has, has changed. Like Hunger Games, I think, changed it a bit. Because socially, what it was trying to say is that it's not about race. It's not about um like even your, gender, class, it, or anything. It's about age in a certain way. It's like uh, the kids are the ones who are groomed into indoctrinated into a world where they're going to have to kill each other in order to survive. Yeah. And on a metaphorical level, that is exactly how things work.
1: Susan Collins was brilliant. It's exactly how things work. Yeah, it still is. That's what I think we talked about. So the term infantry comes from the Latin word, uh, for now it's like,
0: uh, I can, I have better WPMs than you. (laughs)
1: Like that's how,
0: that's how I'm going to stick it to you and, and shoot an arrow through your heart. I can type 80 words a minute, which I don't even know if that's fast.
1: I don't know. What it, I don't know if that is. I anymore.
0: lost track of WPMs. Yeah, don't
1: remember when me. WPMs were? That a was big a bragging thing? right
0: back. It was a in the big 2000s, thing man. in like the late nineties. How many? Uh, how many words can you type per minute? Motherfucker? that's what like, gets you. That's what gets you you still you, you, you still
2: see it in job descriptions. And you must yes. type
0: X number of words per minute. God, Marty, I haven't had to worry about that in years. That was. No, yeah, more power play. to you. Uh, I I hope I don't have to worry about it for some time. I don't. I don't even want to apply for work on in the traditional sense ever again in my life. And I'm okay with that. I don't want to. I think I'm done with it.
1: Kudos to you. Yeah. Everyone else out there <laughs> does not have that convenience. Not but in But that's because with... you all
0: have a job that you feel comfortable with. Yeah. That's uh, the only difference. I'm okay with I had now, that now. six months ago and it's gone. And it it wasn't as big of a shell shock as I thought it was going to be. I'm not saying everybody ups and quits their job in the next year, but if coronavirus comes back around uglier in the second, third, and fourth ways, and if the vaccine goes through its political red tape phase or uh, whatever, and uh, a large constituency of folks just aren't on board with it, and some are, I mean, we're starting to see. I think we're starting to see an inkling of what the future holds with coronavirus and the public, as far as I'm concerned. You're you're seeing some teachers threaten to walk out uh on schools if they impose like a mandatory um come to school you're seeing some athletes that are starting to bow out of their entire season uh yeah but that's can that's that's how
2: new england's gonna get the number one pick in the next draft
0: uh i don't think <laughs> i don't think that's dante hightower and patrick chun's motivation is that belichick's like hey you guys Hey, hey, guys, we're ahead. we're not really gunning for the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. come! On. I I wouldn't put anything past Bill Belichick, <laughs> but I would put that past him because even without those two guys on defense, they're still like a strong candidate for, um, especially with Cam. They've six players, now. especially with Cam Newton. Cam Newton could have a career resurgence under Bill Belichick. Okay. i just going to say that right now. Right. He's going to be interesting to watch.
1: You guys aren't expecting an explosion in professional sports of COVID because of this shit. Yes. Trying to get back that's in.
0: That's why I think we're starting
1: to see an um, inkling of people bowing out. we it seen in baseball in the first
2: week. Yeah, but that's Miami.
0: It's okay. all Miami. They're a hot spot. We'll see it with the Rangers. What happened, if,
1: isn't that what happened with you guys, the night, you guys were recording at my place one night? Wasn't it the NBA yeah. had shut down because there was already an explosion there? Yeah, that one guy that, was the, that was the that was the first NBA
0: case, and then that the there NBA only, shut down followed within 48 to 72 so hours. Did they shut down
1: over one guy?
0: They shut yes. down. They shut down because it it hit them that this was going to be a big thing. This was back in February or March.
1: March. What changed if there's more <laughs> cases in the U.S. than there's ever freaking been? The
0: fact that six months without revenue is crippling all businesses including sports associations that have had nothing except for the dying uh, grasp of of places like ESPN and AM radio keeping them afloat. ESPN has had nothing to talk about for the last six months. Well, I haven't watched it. What have they been talking? About? Well, I haven't. I haven't We're had playing ESPN. playing old
1: games.
0: That's it. Old thirty for thirties.
1: Sport Center on the air. And what
0: the hell are they talking about? I yeah, they know. are.
1: I haven't watched ESPN in a very long time.
0: Yeah, same here. And <laughs> but they still are around. And I follow a couple of personalities from ESPN that are still. And they have been business as usual for the longest time. If you turn on 103.3, which is the Dallas ESPN uh, station. Don't know why here, anybody would waste their time. I know, but, but <laughs> if you just turn it on, you hear very politically driven commentary from guys like Chuck Cooperstein who says, Oh, the NBA needs to start. If it doesn't start, then we're just caving. People are piggybacking off of the the people that are feeling the pressure of their livelihoods, whether it's deserved or not this is how scary it can get is we do live in a selfish world where people are going to lie and uh, say whatever needs to be said to preserve their well-being and their status quo, because that's something that they just, I mean, that's what it is, but status quo is subjective to every single person um, on, on this planet. So the guy who, who wants to preserve the, the money, the revenue stream and risk a lot more than he's willing to contemplate during a pandemic. He's just flat out in the wrong. And unfortunately I don't think we can, we can wait for that guy to be proved wrong anymore. Like we've seen it enough in the past six, seven months to, it's like the guy saying it's no big deal on the highest platform of, of us rank um, has to backtrack on everything he says on a day-to-day basis, because the virus is just accelerating beyond his comprehension.
1: It sounds like the, the ESPN now, or the shows you're talking about. It's all politics now about returning, rather than because that's what yes. they have left to talk about. Yes. Well, I mean, they've got games now. They've got baseball, right? And basketball NBA.
2: starts tomorrow, or.
1: Right.
0: I've never seen scrimmages or NBA preseason be such a big deal as what it is now. Now it's it's their bubble. They've they're doing it the right way, though. The NBA.
1: Yes. How are they doing? What do you mean? Mm -hmm. What are they doing? They're
2: They're all at Disney World, essentially, in Florida.
0: Every team is just got done talking about how Miami was a shit spot.
2: And they're all in a bubble, so they can't leave campus. They, no one can come into campus. Everybody's taking a test every other day.
1: The entire NBA is in Florida right now? Yes. Mm-hmm. All
2: teams? 23 teams. Seven teams were deemed not a- able to make the playoffs because they're only they're having a shortened end to the regular season, eight games. And so since those teams couldn't uh, make that t- game, those games up to get into the playoffs, they just weren't invited. Uh, to this but yeah uh, right now it's 23 teams they'll play eight regular season games It'll go down to 16 teams and then we'll start the playoffs pretty quickly Weirdest. um coaches i mean e- lou williams right he yeah was, the he's the one club. that's been strip club attendee. so he got permission <laughs> to leave the bubble because a family friend or whatever had passed away so there was a funeral and uh so he swings by the
0: strip club to get wings and uh and I, yeah because that's what that's what you go to strip clubs
2: for in all fairness to him they did name their wings after him they're the lou williams lemon pepper
1: wings Uh, Uh, was that a controversy that he went to a strip club
2: yeah yeah because he's supposed to be out he's he's gotten permission to leave the bubble and he's going to come back in well when he comes back in now because he was at the strip club he's going to have to do quarantine for 10 or 14 (laughs) days before they'll let him back in to play basketball couldn't go
1: to wing bucket man you had to go to the titty bar to get wings okay i got (laughs) you Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's. But uh, I
2: think if any league is successful, it's going to be NBA.
1: No. You think he's going to be the it's only the one that gets, that gets caught doing that shit?
2: NHL is doing the same thing. they are just doing it in two different or three different cities.
1: Right. And they're
0: Canadian cities and Canadians have been winning this war on COVID.
1: Everybody's been okay. winning this world
0: on COVID comparison. And you barely have a population and it's spread out. Uh, you, bar- you, know? you say barely have a population. That could be a little misleading for folks because our cities, our biggest cities are as big as y'all's. Are they? Yeah. Toronto and Montreal and Vancouver. Ours is as big as Are comparable Georgia. to, yeah, exactly. You want to have this <laughs> Canada-America pissing contest. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Don't There's worry, only 37 million people in Canada. Okay. In all of Canada In all of Canada. Perfect. 37 million people. And 400
2: on, million in the U.S. We intend
0: on keeping it that way. So over the course of the I next 100 years,
2: it's a smaller years. population. It's a smaller population. It is. I mean, what well, if, right.
1: if it makes you feel any better, I've always thought Canada probably looks at us as the dumb younger brother who's become a redneck next door that you tolerate.
0: Somewhat, but, but at the same time, uh, I can say this as a Canadian, we see the semblance of what makes America stand apart uh, from the rest of the world. In a good or bad way? In a good way. But we see, we see it like in such a small dose (laughs) because it's not consistent. The American people just aren't consistent uh, when it comes to supporting something that, that is of righteous promulgation. I'll just say blatant, but like flat out. What that means is that there is not a large enough group of people in America who stand for something meaningful enough to elevate this country to the level that of greatness that it could be moving towards like the 22nd century. So all the motivation that was there in the 18th century to get this whole thing going and get it built and have it founded on some semblance of we can argue about the people that were involved but the ideas that were involved for the most part were progressive enough to were like oh okay this this does make some sense like we we should if we want to move society forward and the place that we we are going to inhabit for the foreseeable future we should establish some of this because If not us, who? Okay. But now, now it's just none of that occurs. And if it does occur, it occurs in the tiniest of pockets, and the tiniest of groups. And we've talked about this for days. Small groups with no large followings can't affect the fabric of reality. So, okay. Well, then what we'll get is this revolving door groundhog day of bullshit that is just sort of it it doesn't have a place in my frame of mind anymore. I I've turned off to it completely. And I don't know. Maybe that's uh entitlement in itself, but whatever. I am I have no issues with labeling someone as sheepish mentality anymore. No. If if they introduce themselves to me whether it be online or offline and they show me enough of what they represent without me pushing them in any direction under their own will. I feel as if I'm allowed to say, okay, you're, you're in the class of people. That's never going to be about
1: anything important. You said that you feel comfortable making that assumption within minutes of speaking to them,
0: not minutes, uh, enough time to where they reveal like what they're about, what they stand for as a person.
1: I mean, I I think that it's all subjective. I think there's people that I can get a grasp for within five minutes and there's some people that takes five hours, so you never know. I mean again, the guy I spoke to earlier who wanted to say just found a way to segue into telling me he's a flat earther and I should believe the same. Yeah,
0: very quickly you had a baseline for that individual. Exactly. But that doesn't mean that they're
1: not a good person. No, I don't think it just means they're fucking wackos. There's a lot of good hearted, stupid people. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But they're also inevitably detrimental to our society because they're hindering our ability to move forward. So I can still be mad at them because they can't. Let's talk about, so let's talk about how
0: those types of people can sort of be righted in the right direction without, no, well, the good heart is a lot like that's a lot going for you because
1: there are a lot of people that don't have good hearts. You know, (laughs) Somebody a person who you admire, and mm-hmm. that agrees with somebody on the hard left, very different from him, Jordan Peterson and Noam Chomsky, would agree that the way to do that is to find middle ground about what they give a shit about, yes, That's, so you infuse their good heart, yeah,
0: into something that sparks
1: oh wait i can I can get my brain working in this direction as well here here's Here's the problem with that though mm-hmm. is that theoretically that sounds amazing. The problem is that you have a lot of people who I think a large aspect of our society realizes we cannot fucking change so we're gonna leave them behind or get them out of the way what's example of this is QAnon. <laughs> there was a huge fight online yeah. about twitter banning uh banning a bunch of QAnon accounts yeah i saw I have,
0: that a couple weeks ago, i right? saw
1: a, a, a friends of mine uh, i went to a recent hangout were fighting about this most of them were like yeah screw them but a good part of my friends that were, who are very anti qanon are like that's not a good idea we shouldn't ban them because it only adds to their cause. And you shouldn't ban anybody because it's a slippery slope. I don't know if I agree with the slippery slope argument No, me neither.
0: On, on the internet, I don't agree with it, period. I, I don't think the internet falls under the classification of any of the constitutional rights that people think they have when they're on the internet.
1: Right, because the gov- this isn't the government. This is a private corporation yeah. that has a right to ban whatever the fuck they want.
0: Yeah, freedom of speech, when it was written down <laughs> in 1776, yep. is not... The concept of internet or social
2: media wasn't even...
0: And that doesn't doesn't even mean that we have to apply old law to modern times at all. There's no written law that says that needs to be applied. So the people that are clamoring for uh, freedom of speech online being infringed upon through censorship and whatnot, guys like Donald Trump Jr., or what's his name? Yeah, it's Donald Trump Jr. I think it was him that
1: recently. Who recently got, uh, not banned... Um, He had a tweet deleted or he had a tweet censored because it uh, said something that was bullshit regarding. And
0: then he runs to Tucker Carlson and and (laughs) argues that this is what the progressives in this country have always wanted is the freedom to censor folks they didn't agree with. He's using it politically to establish that as a political thing. He's not willing to say like. You said some shit that was just wrong, bro. So, like, it was misinformed. You were
1: fact-checked, motherfucker. Yes, you were yeah.
0: fact-checked, and it doesn't stop at you. It shouldn't stop at you, but you're a prominent enough figure to where your following can be easily misled, and there maybe should be a halt on stuff like that. If if I have two million Twitter followers and I hop online tomorrow and I say some shit that just doesn't make sense— What was the name of that, Medicine,
1: that they keep hustling? Yeah. Uh, fuck is it? Hydro- uh, hydroxychloroquine.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, this brings us to the, the, uh, an actual meandering point here. <laughs> the president recently, uh, has gotten under magnifying glass for this because he retweeted some, uh, witch doctor lady.
1: She basically was. Yeah. <laughs> She's she basically a exercising witch Exercising demons from gays and all sorts of people. And the
0: only reason he retweeted her for a brief moment, and then he quickly removed the tweet or the tweet was deleted or censored even something i don't know the details of this but i saw that he, the only reason he agreed with her was on the hydroxychloroquine topic right yeah she that was, was it pr- proponent of it apparently. that was it everything else that she stood for mattered none it was just this little tiny tidbit that he did agree with her i'm sorry but that's dangerous waters like i would never we wouldn't have this this show uh, if if morgan was like uh 1% of the time he and I saw eye to eye on on stuff. Like w- we can have a baseline discussion to where I know like he is a substantial credible person. <laughs> same thing with you. But the people in the highest levels of authority, they they cherry pick what what they need to support their cause and they play it off as if this is what you should do. And then the American people do the same thing.
1: Well, he's so less careful. I don't think that you know even someone as dumb as nowadays it's easy to spot. Yeah, but he's seventy years old. He doesn't realize
0: how detectable it is in this era. He
1: doesn't. No, but I mean, I think even someone as old as I don't think he's. Of course, he's as old. George W. Bush. Even he, as easy as it was to make fun of him, would be doing shit like this. No, I don't even I don't think, think so. He would. He's Donald Trump cherry picking. Well, I mean, it's not he's, like this. No, I mean, no, no, no. I know it's kind of funny saying that he wouldn't cherry pick. Consider how we got into fucking Iraq. But what I'm talking about when it comes to like just Twitter, um, you know, y- you have these past presidents and most politicians are smart enough not to be so obsessed with their own narratives over facts that they will, like you said, they'll just see something and run with it so quickly right. and just instinctively and impulsively. Like, whenever he did that stupid thing about uh, Larry David, he was like, hey, look, it's tough guys for Trump. And it oh, was yeah. a skit of Larry David wearing the MAGA hat to scare people because people thought he was a crazy fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Just then, completely <laughs> over his head. And Trump tweeted that yeah. thinking that it was pro-MAGA. Completely
0: detached from reality and – I guess that's what I'm saying. Is, headline. He just
2: looks at a headline or a picture and go. Not, he doesn't look for
0: any substance. I know he's not. Most people are like that. Right. So why would anyone want a large following <laughs> to go back to like the, the undercurrent of. Because you get paid uh, more. This, but, but we just. Man, but you're selling yourself out. That's literally sell, don't selling think out. I do
2: anybody cares. If. if if I had a foolproof plan to rob a bank and get $10 million foolproof, we're going to get away with it. You're telling me you wouldn't be interested.
0: Let me think about (laughs)
2: that. Yeah.
0: I I mean, at some point there's everybody has a number, right? Robbing a bank is in my wheelhouse of things that I would consider (laughs) because that's like the Robin hood mentality of anti-establishment. Yes. And it's, and if, you go rob a bank at 3 in the morning, you're not harming a single soul. So, yes, there's, there's a uh, deviance there to where I could ethically be okay with something like that. Misleading people, being misled, and then perpetuating it to my constituency based on misleading that I got from higher up. And I'll never jive with that. Never. Can't. I don't understand how anyone can. Like I don't know how anyone, in their mind they're not.
1: Yeah, you're not obsessed with narratives over facts like they are. I'm obsessed what? with being as accurate as I possibly can you and are. every there why not. isn't everyone? Be- because there's some people that it has to do heavily to do with maintaining power. There are interested in narratives over facts, yes. which is why fucking Donald Trump Jr. is gonna say bullshit and then come on Tucker Carlson so and say, I'm being censored when in fact, like we said, they're being fucking fact checked. Yeah. So, so he
0: doesn't care that he's legitimately like undisputably wrong.
1: No, because in his mind, um, it's important to push a narrative over a fact. Um, and that's what Fox News essentially is, with the exception of of somebody like Chris Wallace actually being, you know, a real fucking journalist. He's stood apart from the pack as of late. For Absolutely. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that's that's what Fox News is. It's it's narratives over facts to push certain um, talking points to defend Trump. Okay. And so, of course, Donald Trump Jr., who's in the center of all that, is going to go on, <laughs> Tucker Carlson, and, and say, I'm being censored. When we all know it's people who actually fact-check know that it's bullshit. Yeah. It's like with QAnon. I'm glad, I think most of us would agree we don't have a really indignant problem with them being, for the most part, banned off of Twitter.
2: Not everyone should have
1: a voice. Well, I mean, I, there's a part of me that's instinctive that's just like, whoa, whoa I do worry about a slippery slope. Who's next? But when I actually – have you ever done – re- I think we've talked about this. Have you done research and gone undercover in QAnon? Not undercover,
0: but I've done research on who they actually are, and yeah, they're essentially a group that has taken extreme conspiracy and extreme sort of this weird uh, coded language almost of discussion points through a filter that they – create to match the mentality that people want to see from like a far right fringe group of that nature. Yeah. I
1: mean, they're, they appeal to the, to the far right extremists. Yeah. I mean, their QAnon exists to push certain narratives that are convenient to the far right in this country. I mean, it it is, it wasn't always that like it took a while to uncover that. No, people don't know who the fuck QAnon was uh, last year. Yeah. They've been around for a while. But, I mean, they're like, I think I've talked about this. Their shit is crazy. They believe that John F. Kennedy is alive. He is Q. And he and is just the one— They're that- piggybacking
0: off hip-hop fans now who think Tupac's somewhere in the Bahamas.
2: No, 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 no. <laughs> Bubba Hotep had it all right.
0: Oh, okay, all right.
1: See, this is an age-old God thing. Goddamn movie. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but, which yeah. I love, by the way. But Don yeah, they Pascarelli. they they genuinely think that John F. Kennedy is alive. He faked his death, and he's Q, and he's letting us know the truth about the deep state. At the tender age of eighty-six, he's older than that. How and, old is he now? He would be. Gosh, he was born nineteen. He was in.
0: He was forty. No, he was
1: in. Yeah, he was forty-three he was in, shot in sixty-three. Wasn't he? Sixty-three.
0: So he'd be 90, 100, and,
1: yeah, he'd be over He's born in 1917, guys, so he'd be 103 A
0: 103, years old. so at the tender age of 103, yeah.
1: JFK, he's <laughs> running it. He's running Q. That's what they believe.
0: Certainly, okay, certainly there's a core of QAnon that, that actually is running with that, but the bandwagoners who are just on board because QAnon is like a- Pro uh, Trump. Uh, or even worse. See, I'll I'll be I'll admit here. Um, when I first heard of QAnon, I thought they were a deviation from Anonymous, and that they were they they
1: wanted to sell that.
0: And they okay, well, they did a good job convincing me that they were actually like a group of truthers that had access to even a deeper layer of deep state information. Very short period of time, because then I started reading some of the daily releases that they come out with, where they're like oh, well, this person's talking about this, but this really means this and this, 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 and this. And I'm like, no, nah. I mean, you can just listen to someone talk and, and get a gist for what they're talking about. It's not coded in this elaborate Morse code-like yeah. uh, descript- descriptors that you guys think it is. And this isn't – bottom line with QAnon is I gave them three years of very micro attention to see if anything they said would ever pan out, none of it has ever panned out. Right. So, yeah, I mean, the Podesta emails are about as and that wasn't even that wasn't even on. That was, WikiLeaks, at all. That right? was Wikileaks yeah, so they piggybacked off WikiLeaks there and they ran with the whole fact that there was a hamburger shop or a pizza place in DC that housed all these people and that they had a coded language, far-right extremists who even when the truth is ugly and the reality is ugly and it may be very well be ugly, that's not enough. It has to be even
1: uglier than right. that that's like the far-right ex- uh, conspiracy theorist here's what's my r- ironic about that is that with all the bullshit that they push it inevitably clouds real conspiracy by yes. oligarchs in this country that do really fucked up shit yes like at Jeffrey Epstein yes QAnon's not mentioning the fact that Trump and Jeffrey Epstein have been friends for years and flew together and that his mistress whatever what's her name gazelle Maxwell, am I uh, fucking... Ghislaine Maxwell. Ghislaine Maxwell.
0: I can't stand that her first name... I, I, I'm okay I with it because she's name. repulsive. But uh, <laughs> the
1: <laughs> I got to hear every media personality like Lane. <laughs> no, no, no. But we know yeah. what we're talking about, though. Yes. But like the real <laughs> monsters in this country that... Well,
0: what do you think flat earthers do? They give uh, alien skeptics a bad name. They give people who think there's a lot going on in Antarctica a bad name because yeah. they think... The Fucking Earth is flat. <laughs> and we can't talk about the shit that may actually be in the middle ground between like Earth is flat and Earth is a sphere. We can't. Talk, you get conflated we, with them. We can't talk about anything in between because everybody's attention's on the fucking whack job who went all the way off the deep end. So, anyway, Morgan likes to think that I'm that guy every once <laughs> like. in a while. You are that guy. I'm man. not you that start guy every once in gonna... a while. Air conditioning being a, an, yeah, an industrial. Manipulate innovation watch QAnon. And and grab piggyback onto off that, that. Eh? no they
1: won't yeah. don't give them ideas holy mm. god <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that's well, the point like i've i've had debates with myself about like should i just not even mention any any thing anymore that i have personally thought about on because in this day and age, it gets conflated, it gets conflated yeah. and and not only misunderstood, but misinterpreted, which is arguably worse because when someone piggybacks an idea, they I told you this last week, I don't know that they're allowed. I don't know that they should <laughs> have the ability to take an idea and infuse their sense of like what they thought it meant, because I think it, it just taints the idea completely. The original idea, the original thought. <laughs> you know where? You know what I'm saying? I do. So, Life of Brian, right?
1: Is that what? It yeah, means? that alluded to that. Now. Okay. Yeah. We're,
0: we're in this fucking hellhole because people had misinterpretation of facts and reality. We're or perhaps th- they just made
2: stuff up to gain power and control. But they needed a baseline
0: to get to that You th- could make that up. You don't no, have to have you a baseline. Cannot, you can't make that up out of thin air. Why not? Because you need some baseline there. Of truth. Yes. No, you well, the, don't. the base thing, you have to have a baseline of truth in everything.
1: They say that the best lies, we learned this morning in Project Blue Book, the best lies are entwined with a certain amount kind of the truth. truth. You have to. It's if if I'm taking the world that we live in today
0: as a petri dish and an example, a research example of being able to see how it all worked back in a time when I wasn't alive to see it. Yeah, that's how it works. If you just take the world that we live in today and everybody is Bill Murray groundhog daying it up Uh and the actual motivations and the psychological makeup, none of it's changed and history's just repeating itself. Then yeah, there's ounces of truth sprinkled everywhere amongst us in reality. And there's people that take it and they pervert it, and it turns into muddled reality that we can't sift through because everybody's going to have their own opinion on it. And even that itself is an opinion, but there's got to be some semblance of truth from it because I can apply it to philosophers who were saying the same things thousands of years ago. The fact that there are certain people who are more inclined to discuss matters of truth. And then that rubs rubs people the wrong way because everybody wants to have their say-so when it comes to that. Like everybody wants to feel like they have some authority to discuss the truth, but that just may not be the case. Like maybe maybe your authority is to create an OnlyFans (laughs) and take pictures of yourself all day. Maybe that's your truth. But then when we start to discuss topics of importance, maybe that's maybe that's not your lane. Maybe not everybody has that allowance. No. I certainly can't create I mean I could, but I don't I it's not my wheelhouse. I wouldn't create an OnlyFans, I wouldn't sling my dick around on those <laughs> people. <laughs> it's it's not my wheelhouse. This is. So why is opinion having an opinion that may be closer to the truth? Why is that ever
1: is something that everybody feels entitled to being loud yeah i mean facebook basically shows us hey, do you guys still fuck with facebook at all i never saying. got on it
0: it's, um, it's a meandering fuck. promo site at this point
1: well i mean right now <laughs> twice when, a week i get we, on it's say when listen we to our show get on facebook we still have friends with it. We, either our relatives or people that we went to high school with that are pushing just crazy dumb bullshit yeah. there was a couple of people that i went to high school with i barely even talked to anymore that they showed that African witch doctor lady that you're talking about.
0: Yeah. And then they had to quickly take it back. Yeah. And they They took it seriously. and, And they couldn't be confronted about it when they were wrong. Well, for multiple reasons, a none of the people on Facebook that post that sort of stuff. I, I don't engage with any of them in an actual real sense. So me getting on them online is like,
1: Have you ever done that? Have you ever seen something from someone that you knew for a while? And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? What is wrong with you?
0: Yeah. And this is where Morgan may disagree with my approach to it. I ignored it completely and I remain friends with them on a very loose turn. I don't put them in their place.
2: It just depends. Like I'm worn out trying to keep up with them. Um, so I don't usually, um, but there have been times when I have been, uh, very adamant and stopping the nonsense you just snapped um, at him yeah in so much so that they stopped copying me in on stuff stopped looping <laughs> me in on stuff, which is perfect lead me out of your stupid shit because if you're going to include me in your stupid shit i'm going to say something about your stupid shit and not just to you but everyone else involved with the stupid shit i'm going to say something too
0: because um, you feel as if you have to inform people about how stupid their shit is
2: chain email would drive me insane before there was really social media and everybody forward like after even even after katrina there's these pictures of this obviously doctored pictures of this alligator in the back of this dump truck and the alligator's like 30 (laughs) feet long and ten thousand pounds they're like oh my god look at the this i'm like you are a fucking idiot will you stop please They don't get this big. This is fake. Will you stop passing this around to everyone? Remember
1: that that picture that was floating around with Trump in a boat helping people during some kind of a flood? No. It was the it was thing that was going around Facebook the right-wingers were sharing. One of them was an ex-teacher of mine. It was someone who had photoshopped Trump in a boat wearing his famous suit and red tie helping people that were in a, some kind of a flood. Clearly photoshopped. Clearly photoshopped. Bad photoshopped. I could have been better in senior in high school. But there was a lot of right wingers, older people like, "God bless our president. Look what nah. he's doing. He's sent from heaven. This is why he's Jesus' chosen president." And it's like so easy to manipulate these fucking people. So there's yeah. a part of me that's like through
0: images, it is, and and even through words, words, through words, it is.
2: Now, I'm hey, a I'm a prince in Africa. Send now, me
0: a mil- <laughs> send me a ten dollars, and I'll send you a million. You are spot on. But to to take to take it back to the discussion we were just having about how. You can, uh, how did this all get started and how did misinformation maybe get manipulated to the point where certain people were like, oh, look, we can steer society in this whole direction. The, the thing that I disagree with is that I believe the written word for whatever that means, um, whatever, however you take that in whatever context, but the written word has a sem- It's the easiest way to get the truth across without misinterpretation, meaning, meaning you can read something and you can get a gist for what the author was writing and intending to be written. Now, you can read a book and have a completely different interpretation as what Stephen King or some other fiction writer or some nonfiction writer even was going for. But the fact remains that you—that's what makes books so great, right? You can get entrenched in them very easily, and get in line with, if you want to, what the author was going for, uh, as far as. I think that's just as easily
2: misinterpreted as anything else, and any. But other it can't form be
0: manipulated media. like it can with images and with deepfakes, for example. Is what we're trending to next. You're gonna have a whole generation. They can't tell whether they're watching some CGI or not. And I can still pick it up. I mean, I could pick it apart from we saw Gemini man in my house for um for a couple of moments um like 3 or 4 months ago. There's a generation of people that wouldn't know that that Will Smith is completely CGI. And they'll think, oh, man, they got a guy who looked like Will Smith. And then you'll have a constituency who's like, wow, Will Smith looks great for his age. Then you'll have the people who are like, oh, he must have uh, had some screenshots and they must have um, de-aged him. That's closer to the truth than anything else. But there's all these branches of interpretation and understanding. But there's still the reality that Will Smith was just treated like a video game character. They scanned his face. And then yeah, it was all photoshopped to make it look cleaner, and then everything else was fake. You spotted it from a mile away when you saw it. When you saw the action sequences. Yeah. You're like, oh, that part was looked fake. That part looked fake. But there's still some semblance of reality in there. Will Smith's face was still digitally enhanced to make to made look younger. So I guess what I'm saying is there is a string of truth that runs through the current of reality out there, obviously that has perpetuated and is waiting for us to really figure it out and get it going. But like Miguel said, there's a whole shit ton of people that are preventing or not preventing in the way of making that easier than it should be. Mm -hmm. And what I'm saying is like, maybe they just don't have Maybe they're just removed from having the ability to be getting in the way, not in a physical sense, not in the sense that they just die and they all disappear and the rapture comes <laughs> because that's what a lot of people secretly hope for and perpetuate in their realm. Like a lot of churchgoers, they're just going to church week in, week out thinking that sooner or later, half of the world's going to disappear. Or a large constituency of the world. I think it's like 144,000 if we go buy the book. But that is extreme to think of as well. (laughs) But mentally, maybe it's not that extreme. Maybe it's not that extreme to think a large part of the world just checks out mentally. And they can no longer be an impact on the future of
1: reality, the fabric of reality.
0: Maybe. Maybe. I would hope
1: so. I I think that the good news is, um, most people here in the US, in the US are not on par with QAnon. Most <laughs> of them are yeah. no, they're not. And going to what you're saying, most people in the US, the good news is is skeptical as I am of people and cynical as I am of people, I will concede, I do believe that most people are what you're referring to. They have the ability to detect the bullshit. And see things for what they really are, especially with this generation. We we know how much um, we are fed, especially in corporate media, is bullshit. So our bullshit meter is as high as it's always been when it comes to wanting to know the truth. Um, the problem is, you mentioned deep fakes. That's what's going to cock things up and make it harder. Because you, you, if we think you, – you've made fun of Gemini, so, man. So
0: you're agreeing that they're – I mean you may be one of the people who's actually – brought this to our attention on this show, but you are saying that there is like a a group of people maybe that unconsciously do it maybe consciously that are intent on making the truth inaccessible as much as they can absolutely
1: okay because it's for some it's to protect their own narratives who want ordinary poor people who want to believe what they want to or believe. to insulate revenue right or okay. for the wealthy who are the elitists of this country in control wanting to protect that power. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's going to be harder because you mentioned deep fakes. They're going to keep getting better and better and better. Have you guys seen some of the latest ones? Like what they've been able to do with like movies, like they put Jim Carrey's face on top of like Jack Nicholson yeah, sure. signing. Okay. That's lighthearted.
0: But anybody who's seen like the two movies knows that that's impossible. But however, Someone who's never seen either.
1: How did they do that? Exactly. How is Exactly. And it's going to keep getting better and better. There's technology that Ro- Joe Rogan AI was talking about. is already about. doing it. Yeah. yeah, AI is actually – they have AI programs right now that can actually imitate our voices. It takes mm. five seconds of me and you talking. for them, And about capture. an hour sure. later, it will recreate our perfect voice.
0: I think I saw this on like an episode of uh, – no, it was Evil – Remember yeah. uh, the second episode of Evil where they manipulate the uh, – Evil's a great show on CBS, um, All Access, which is not a sponsor of the show or anything. So I don't know what I'm no. talking about <laughs> It's just a random – But book. Evil is a great supernatural show. And in the second episode, yeah, they use deepfake technology to basically capture the bad guy's voice. And then they interpolate it into something that he didn't say because they could right. just use his sound waves to –
1: you could do it now. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a program that I was listening to on on YouTube that they got Bernie Sanders to say some dirty rap song. They got Barack Obama to say some. dirty Nancy lunch.
0: Pelosi was under uh, the magnifying glass for saying something in like a speech that she didn't really say. They slowed like, it six, down and seven they made months it sound ago. Like right. She was
1: drunk. Um, yeah. And people b- genuinely believed, believed it. it. Yeah. So so the, what, the the thing that we have to worry about is that the bullshit is going to be harder and harder to detect yep. because that's because only of if deepfakes. you're part of that realm no. it's only if you're part of the
0: public like uh the public fi- figure realm if you're not if you're not a celebrity if you're not it can a be politician anybody.
1: what if what if what if five years from now the revenge porn that you can make against your ex <laughs> isn't real because it doesn't have to be the deep fake is so good people believe what they're seeing about him or her getting gang banged or in a, in, a, in a gay porn or just anything that's what i worry about i worry about deep fakes being uh. so good you can manipulate anyone because it looks so real. But
0: wouldn't the same people who have made it this far down the, like, uh, detecting the bullshit when they see it, wouldn't they evolve with it as well? And, And wouldn't they be able to spot, like, oh, hey, let me just ask my girlfriend if uh, hmm. if she slept with a guy. And if she says no and she says, oh, this is completely doctored and look right there, honey. You can see right there. You see that little fidget of the hand or the pixelation oh, birth difference? birthmark is not You see right name. there? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. There's, there, there's always going to be a human advantage. And we talked about this on the AI show that you <laughs> were last here on uh, from RoboCops to Terminators where I, I discussed – I just think humans will always have the ability to match AI for what it's trying to manipulate. Really? I oh, mean, yeah. you, you're witness to all these people who read a headline and they form an opinion about an those entire are, story. Those are the people that are, quote unquote, left behind. Those are the people that are removed that's, that's from where we most we're going. of America. Yeah, but most That's of That's most of this planet. I, I know this this is a, a tough pill to swallow for a lot of folks out there, but most of the people that are easily convinced by stuff like that, they won't be around in 30 years. They sure they pay. will. No, they won't. This is a an age demographic, 55 and 60 you and think up.
2: think this is only old people? Oh, man, I feel so sorry for you right now and your belief system. here. I
0: think that old people are at a severe disadvantage when it comes to the Internet. Well, when it comes to being able to detect bullshit on the Internet. Yeah, they are hindered.
2: You know, as an old person who (laughs) went to the movie theaters and, Uh, you know, did things and read books and things. I'm going to be less likely to be deep fake because I've seen the real shit. That's what I'm saying. Right. So the old people have an advantage. It's the young people who are at a complete disadvantage because all they've known is Internet and uh, they they haven't experienced the real thing. They're going to be way easier to fool and people who actually lived when things were happening.
0: I think it works on both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, you're right. Uh, the young people who are nothing but internet have no idea what the real world is like, and so they think what gonna, they see on the screen. And they don't is challenge
2: it. anything. Hardly anybody challenges anything and researches anything. But on the a, other that's end, of, that's with
0: images, with words. The old people are there the are ones are no who are. There aren't no words anymore. What I'm saying is with words, the old people are the ones who suffer more than the young ones because the young group can kind of splice out because they've grown up with texting and they've grown up with what we were talking about on the car ride the other day. They can receive emotional sort of vibes from blank words with no emotion behind them on a page. They can interpret it however they want. You could type in a sentence to someone and send it uh, across the phone lines and the kid on the other end of the line can read it as if you were angry, sad, or depressed. The old person can't necessarily fluctuate that way anymore. They're confused. That's where they get confused.
1: I, I think you're wrong. Okay, in that. Uh, I mean, it, it depends on it, the situation. It's weird, but B- yeah, because just, if you're talking about shit like on Facebook, if you're talking about shit on Facebook, yeah. disproportionately, it's a lot old of old folks. fuckers who are pushing a lot of bullshit they believe to instantaneously be true. However, what what you're saying, Morgan, is it can be depending on the context. Like what I, I just said, something lighthearted, like The Shining. If a kid has never seen The Shining, yeah, he does no idea exactly. what that fucking movie is. The seven-year-old has an old. advantage there for sure, because he's going to see Jim Carrey. Whoa, when did Jim Carrey make this fucking? But movie? But the Jim right? Carrey deepfake
0: isn't driving the future of society or the political future here in this That's country. That's just an example. What if, what
1: if? What if I make Sasha Frye a few years from now? What if I get with my friends who are um, excellent? You know, not only videographers but editors. Uh, what if I get with them and I make a movie? Of Barack Obama saying some incredibly racist or crazy fucking Louis Farrakhan level shit. I am able to use AI technology to do it with his voice, and I'm able to use fake uh, deep fake technology when it comes to his face and movements. Now I make it so well, and I release it. There's a paper trail. There's there is, but it doesn't doesn't negate the fact that the shit's still going to hit the fan for him. And then the
0: the overreactionaries will be proven wrong on a slightly slower scale than they are today when the paper trail is revealed.
2: When it finally comes out, they won't change their mind.
1: That's the question. Will the damage have already been done?
2: The damage will have been done. They'll they'll see it, they'll think it's true, and then they won't look at it any further than that.
0: So at what point do we hold people responsible for misjudging and misassessing situations? We can't.
1: So what we're going to have to do is we're going to end up pushing legislation, mark my word, on. Telling this is what's going to happen, mark my word, years from now, we're going to be talking about this, how there is legislation that actually prosecutes people who push certain deep fakes or who make certain deep fakes. I'm surprised they're not doing it now with, with getting back to porn. You yeah. can find porn of any actress right now that looks pretty damn real. Yeah, you're right. There, like and there's no, like there's no defamation real. lawsuits or anything. Sometimes like that. There, are. there should be, but there's really not. Yeah. Like, uh, and so what's gonna happen is it's gonna be like a Gwyneth
0: Paltrow scratch and sniff porn.
2: I think she's already got.
1: She's probably selling
0: herself right now.
1: I think she's already got the stickers. The scratch and sniff of my ass by Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> Interactive 3D porn version. But you know why? Because politicians (laughs) –
0: Scratch my my ass on the screen. (laughs) Oh, I'm so into this. It smells like grapefruit and pineapple.
1: No, it smells like – You know what's going to happen? And like politicians are going to be more protected than female actresses are right now. So the moment I do make that deep fake of Barack Obama or like even a past Republican politician, I'm going to go to jail. No one's going to jail over Natalie Portman or Kira Knightley, whoever getting gang banged right now. It looks real. Like it looks absolutely real.
0: Yeah. Because I think much the credit of the celebrities, maybe they don't give, uh, um, I don't give a shit. At yeah. This they point. probably don't give a shit of like the bottom feeder cesspool of society that would even think that that is, well, the lawsuit might draw more attention than it already Perhaps. has that too. Yeah. There's that. Right. It is interesting to, to think of where we go. I think we are in a smack dab in the middle of, of this transition to where, a lot of what you guys are saying about a variety of how the age groups see this sort of stuff is true. Yeah, I just can't get off the fact that in 30 years, the old people's misinterpretation of things, the old, who will the old people... You'll be the old guy. So you'll have lived... You'll be the really old guy. So you'll have lived through this era where you saw deep fakes start, and you'll be able to scope them out. You'll have a threshold of tolerance, like everything else in life. If you, if you start drinking alcohol at an early age, you can drink an 18 pack of beer at age 30, much easier than the guy who's never had a sip of whiskey in his life. So if you see all this in front of you now at age 40, whatever, you're going to be... The problem is
2: uh, the young people today won't ever be able to spot this in the same way
0: ever. But this is a... But this is an isolated thing, like deep fakes don't exist in the real world, and if they do, they're verbal deep fakes, like people deep fake you with words there's no deep there's no way to deep fake someone visually in reality yet, like you can't spit a hologram out of yourself and say, "Ah, that wasn't really me," and that was my projected image, and what you saw wasn't real.
1: We're talking about video though that's
0: what's scary, yeah, me. we're talking about video, so the only people that are gonna be affected are the people that started living their life on the internet currently live their life on the internet and will continue to live life on the internet are
1: those a lot of fucking people but are those the people that are affecting the fabric of reality if the fabric of reality is what we're conscious of then i mean that's that's the scary part the fabric of reality is our own consciousness and people think some shit is real That's our reality, whether we like it or not. But if they
0: say, well, I saw it on the internet,
1: then all of a sudden they get laughed at. And then you walk outside.
3: But
2: no one laughs at them because, um, well, I don't want to make them feel bad. I don't want to make them feel dumb. Right. Uh, So I'm not going to laugh at them and point out that it's wrong. Right. There are very few me's walking around that when I hear my niece tell me that warming up vegetables is... And a microwave takes the nutrients away. There's very few people who actually go nuts and go, "What the fuck are you saying and thinking? Holy
1: shit! How stupid are yeah. What the fuck are you talking about, kid? The broccoli. First, first of all,
0: first of all, if you're uh, using a microwave bag of vegetables, the nutrients are probably already probably gone. Already shit, so yeah. yeah, you're not. Oh okay. No, you want to argue about frozen? <laughs> Kroger, Birds Eye, whatever brand you want to call them, vegetables the or fresh versus fresh, fresh vegetables. Yeah, no, they're the nutrient. The it would be of, so minuscule; it's, no, not, it's not not
2: even noticeable.
0: Okay, we're gonna we're gonna watch at some point in the next year together. We're gonna watch a how it's made frozen vegetables episode <laughs> so we can see the. You the mean they take fresh factory. vegetables and they
2: put them in a freezer?
0: That's not all they do. Yeah, I Morgan. would assume they put chemicals in there and other shit. Yeah, maybe
1: ha- negates the nutritional value. I'm they, not sure. They have to preserve these
0: things in bags in frozen food sections. For They're doing on the same thing with live stuff too. With fresh guess, stuff is still I'm doing saying, the same thing. I guess what I'm saying is, if you've I mean, to a, try if you go sit to sit on the shelf
2: for a while, if you think farmers market, oh, maybe farmers yes, market. That's but the point. If you go to a grocery store and you don't think there's any preservative on that right on, on that first of stuff you're crazy of course uh,
0: on the in the produce section if it's non-organic that's the whole argument of organic versus non-organic is that if you buy organic fruits and vegetables you're limiting the amount of time that um it's been in outside of the hands of the people this who picked the thing this is a deep fake thing. it's not a deep fake yes. <laughs> organic fruits and vegetables
1: taste different they're going to because of trends like that guys we're going to, we're going to see organic market fresh uh marshmallows porn. <laughs> no porn we're gonna say uh, farm fresh uh this is just plant. filmed 15 minutes ago, 15 minutes ago. My, It is my bedroom it is organic porn there are uh, no no animals hurt in this making, <laughs> making have you ever had video? organic fruits or vegetables
0: i don't care No, I'm I'm
2: just asking if you've had them. I don't care if I've had them or not; it doesn't change my opinion. That means no.
0: No, but if you if I stuck an organic strawberry in a yeah, it'll look
2: wilted and ugly compared to the nice one that I get from the grocery store. If I asked you
0: to taste both, you would taste the difference. I don't think so. Well, if you're not willing to try that little test, we 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 won't ever know. And here's the more important thing: I wouldn't care. You don't want better tasting fruit? I don't think fruit Ooh. tastes that great anyway. Oh my, well, we can't have this talk then. Fruit's <laughs> delicious. You Could you survive in a world where there was nothing but fruits and vegetables?
2: Yeah. Okay. I can throw enough butter on it, right?
0: <laughs> could you still churn butter in the nutritional world I am uh, projecting will be in the next 50 to 100 years? We're all manufactured and all uh, homogenized or, or manipulated foods are just eradicated from this place. There's no, there's not going to be any. Um, I think we go back. It's going to be everything uh, old is new again. So I think we do go back nutritionally. Uh, well, as Well, organic's going to go the hell away anyway. No, because organic was what was here in the first
2: place. That's 3D printed, bro. The moment I can 3D print a corn on the cob, I'm 3D printing corn
0: until on the cob. until you have a week of it and you're like, oh, this this shit sucks. Could've no. Be- <laughs> tastes like cardboard.
1: I mean, mark, mark more about something else. Yeah. Have you guys heard of vertical farming? How badass yes. that is, and in, mm-hmm. in Southeast Asia, what they're doing? They're basically they're using old abandoned buildings to use artificial sunlight to farm fruits and vegetables left and right. It's much much more efficient than today's you know farming we have throughout the U. S. That combined with lab grown meat is the future. We, like when we're old, Sasha, we're not going to grown We're not going to be eating like real meat. Mark my word. It's well, then be maybe about that's why I've
0: sharply drifted away from eating meat naturally. Have you? Yeah. Really? That's incredible. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm, fat ass has. I'm down to bologna, beef bologna, which <laughs> the sounds is quite contradictory, meat. right? But like beef bologna and meatloaf are the two things I can't get. But I've kicked sausage. I've kicked uh, uh, like the links themselves.
1: Uh, like. Ground sausage, I used to love that's hilarious to say that. Like, I've grown away from meat, uh, but I I love bologna
0: and tom thumb meatloaf. That's like 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 saying, I've
1: I've, straws that I'm grasping at. I've kicked drugs, but I have crackers once in a while (laughs) (laughs) because bologna is like the nastiest. I know, but (laughs) I,
0: I think I think that particular detail is because of. Uh, being brought up and having a lot of bologna. so it's something mentally
1: that uh, is probably there? Yeah. yeah, it's like me with Spaghettios. Yeah, thirty-five year old man eating fucking. That's SpaghettiOs another thing.
0: Yeah, stuff. the disgusting uh, ingredients in Chef Boyardee yeah. and Spaghettios. It's hard to kick if you ate it for multiple years in your childhood. It's like it's literally hard to kick. You you have a hard time. Yeah. Not having it and when anymore. I
1: see the can and it says no preservatives, I don't believe it. Right. I don't know what the fuck? What's what, What's a preservative, quote unquote?
0: Whereas something like pork was introduced to me still at a young age, but I didn't have it on like a weekly or, or biweekly basis. So It was yeah. just easier to kick. Same thing with turkey. It's not, I, I had lunch meat turkey, which is harder to kick than like I haven't had real turkey since the last Thanksgiving. So I don't think I'll have turkeys. How about that? Now you pushing yourself? I will. I'll
2: have turkey. <laughs> I have lots of turkey. I,
0: I there's nothing wrong with uh, an all meat diet or anything like that. Or... Morgan,
1: I can tell is like a Hank Hill, medium yes, Texan. he is. Like you eat that bacon grease with fucking pride. I think you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I, I actually don't eat as much fatty food or fatty meats as people think I do. No, it's you all know? just
0: a, a devil's advocate ploy that you're trying to. I mean, like, I have a
2: I don't know. I have a hamburger a couple of times a week, but that's probably is.
0: What's I mean, your go to? What's your uh, biggest guilty pleasure as far as like shit you know is terrible for you, but you still. Ice cream. Uh, you see, I would argue that ice cream is almost more natural than some of
1: the shit I eat, like bologna.
2: What? Well. Yeah, I'll have hot dogs periodically. I I,
1: I love I mean, a hot, hot dog. Hot dogs are like the worst. Fucking kind of meat you can eat. It's rough, cheese. not just because of the preservatives, but the way it's manufactured. It's just like the worst, most low grade part of the meat. Yeah, and then they process the living shit out of it until it's a paste. Well, you guys remember the the reason I say that about ice cream is
0: you remember the Breyers commercials where they were we were talking about '90s commercials earlier. Breyers prided itself off having like three ingredients: it was sugar, milk, and cream, or whatever the hell they put in. Like, those are three things that. Yeah, I mean, the cream might might be unnatural. Sugar is Sugar's natural.
1: Processed sugar is not
0: Processed right sugar, sugar is unnatural. Processed
1: but sugar.
0: They did a great job of making
1: it seem like it was all natural. Yeah, just saying three, it only has three ingredients. It can't be bad for you. It was like, yeah, that's oh. how they got me. All right. Yeah, nice. right. back no in the day.
0: MSG, no gluten, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been reading nutrition facts like, sports cards for quite some time. So, yeah, if you look on the back of a Dorito bag versus the back of a Breyers pint of ice cream, Breyers makes it seem like they're the more natural
1: product. Isn't that funny? Versus the tortilla chip. No, but Millions of people buy that because it says it only has two or three ingredients and it must be a lot better for you. What if one of those ingredients is opium? Like with Coca-Cola back in the day. They literally had fucking cocaine yeah. in their drinks. Yeah. So, yeah. I I am bewildered by the... Amount
0: of people that still drink heavily sugared sodas and energy drinks. Bro, like you, there's still a large constituency of people. You there's motherfucker. No, <laughs> there's no sugar, there's no sugar knows, in do Really? None yeah. of the stuff I drink has sugar in it. I do not really? drink sugar drinks. Period. What's uh, a Coke or two a week? All these I have Coke but, Zeros. But I'd be okay if I didn't. But there's people who buy Monsters with. Seventy grams of sugar yeah. every morning, that was day in,
1: day out. I'm not part of the energy drink culture, so uh-huh. I don't know this shit. I was under the assumption that the energy drinks you guys love so much have sugar. No. That was the whole damn point. No sir, bang and whatever the hell we had tonight, Triton. Let me see that. Yeah, <laughs> May I I see what the hell that is. It's yeah. a
0: lot of it's caffeine Triton. and and B twelve. Yeah, I'm in it for the caffeine, dude. I'm, I'm not in, in, it, in for it for the B12. Oh, B twelve. I see. B
1: six, B twelve, uh. Yeah, there's no actual sugar in this thing. No. Wouldn't.
0: And there's no sugar in Bang Energy drinks. There's no sugar in the box on the ground. Natural there's caffeine and
1: oh. L-theanine. L-theanine. Yeah. Theanine. Mm-hmm. I, have, I have that in my workout drinks.
0: Yeah, theanine I think is like a muscle relaxer,
1: if I'm not no, mistaken. No, it's meant to actually um feed, so to speak, oh. your muscles. That's crazy. No, I thought the whole damn point of an energy drink was... That's why
0: I kicked coffee almost, because you have to put creamer in the coffee. And then there's sugar, unless you buy the sugar-free creamer, and that sh- shit stinks. So I quit coffee, drinking it avidly, because it would put sugar in my beverages. I, it, I mean, I'll sneak in like a Dunkin' Donuts munchkin every once in a
1: while. Are you? <laughs> do you find yourself getting away from meat... And making these decisions because it's because it's you unintentional. want to live longer. It's unintentional.
2: I don't no. know. I love steak. I mean, I don't have it every week, obviously, but that's one thing I would how is never it never give up. I feel as I if it's either.
0: unintentional. Never. I feel as if my body. I love
1: chicken. I love grilled chicken. Shit, yeah, man. I couldn't give up chicken.
0: So you no know way. how you know how there's certain things you just can't do physically anymore because of your condition? And your <laughs> My knee? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I can't play basketball. No, but even just play a, football,
0: right? Just the fact that at a certain age, you can't compete to the same level as others you can in the same realm. Like you couldn't run a 40-yard dash and beat out a 20-year-old, even if you had a healthy oh, knee. Oh, sure, I could. Even if you had a healthy
2: knee. Even on my bad knee, I guarantee you there right. are 20-year-olds I can beat. All right, well, maybe he's pounds. not the
0: right person to ask because <laughs> what I was about to admit is a bit of humility here and say – you reach a certain age where, especially if you're in the headed in the wrong direction, especially in the realm of like something like nutrition, your body says I've had enough. Yeah, enough of this. And I was never really there with anything. I, I, I've been I've been overweight in my lifetime. I've never been morbidly overweight or anything like that. I was always twenty to twenty-five pounds, stuff that I could lose very quickly because I've always had height on my side, fortunately. But that was a that was a, a deceptiveness, um, because I was six two since late high school, and I'll give myself the extra inch I always do. <laughs> Don't we all? (laughs) Right. Serve that one up. That was another underhanded one. But uh, when it comes to nutrition, it's it's like maybe I just ate a ton of junk food as a kid and I'm not conscious of it. But the second half of my life has almost been concentrated unconsciously. I say uh, concentrated unconsciously, and I mean it. In
1: chipping away at stuff that just wasn't helping me out. You had to be conscious, because I remember when I met you, I was also fascinated well, with... Well,
0: conscious to the level of, like, if you stuck a bag of nerds in front of me, I wouldn't partake, because there's yeah, tons oddly, of sugar Yeah, oddly, there's
1: a lot of um,
0: sweets that
2: I just don't... I don't get it. You throw Reese's of Pieces in front of me, and I'm eating them. Shit, yeah. Um, but I'm not interested in nerds. I'm generally not interested candy. in bubble
0: gum. Yeah, candy um, in general, it's like... It's run its course with me. Chocolate, but I eh,
2: sometimes I'm I'm a Snickers guy, but I'm mostly a Hershey bar, just straight chocolate. Oh, and I don't even so want it all the time.
1: You, I'm You're, not a big sweet guy, except for like uh, toffee, English toffee ice cream I mentioned earlier. Okay, so we all have our sweet tooth, like yeah. But my big thing isn't sweets. Like I don't give a shit about donuts. I give a shit about cake or candy or anything like that. My shit is just like just junk food. Like I'm surprised that honestly, just guys, un, I don't. junk food. I don't. I'm surprised I don't weigh three, 400 pounds because nachos fucking oh, I love nachos. triple burgers and shit. <laughs> like I eat. In- triple burgers are. Yeah, are not as bad as you think. every it's now just and too, the
0: bread is the worst it part. Is, of the it, like, it, it, every,
2: it has less calories. The yeah. triple cheeseburger has less calories, I think, than the like McChicken or whatever. Dude, the,
0: holy shit! What when you when you go keto or carnivore diet? Like one of the tricks of the trade to get going early is you keep going to junk food places and you just With take the just bread the, off. The,
1: let, the lettuce and
0: shit. Yeah, you have Probably a, not a triple cheeseburger. Probably good for my arteries though. No, it could get it could get out of hand quick if you have a triple cheeseburger a day on a keto diet. You have to mix it up with like some fruits and veggies that
1: are low sugar. But I'm trying to make healthier choices because when I go, I'm not conscious of until someone brings it to my attention. I go out with my friends. This is of course more before the pandemic. Yeah. Whenever I'd go out with my work friends, you'd be like, "How the fuck do you not weigh 400 pounds?" Mm. Because I would get like two burgers with some wings, and I, I, it was only when they brought attention to me. That I realized how much shit I eat and how much of it, like Homer Simpson, and I'm just like, damn, I feel bad now that they brought it to my attention. My big ass eats it, a lot.
0: It might be because you drink healthily. Maybe I'm lucky because here's the thing though. Now it's that the I'm, people that are double whammies, if you've got a non-diet Mountain Dew like two two liters sitting in your fridge, yeah, and yeah. you eat fast food unhealthy every day, you're you're just. All you're, I drink is water and tea. On. Yeah, so, so maybe that, that regulates
1: it considerably. Problem is I'm 35 now. I, I have to assume that that's not always going to be there for me. My, yeah. my metabolism is probably going to go to shit in the next couple of years.
0: Mm, yeah, unless you get ahead of it, I, I would I would say. How do you get ahead of it? By changing your diet.
1: That's what, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So yeah. that's what I'm going to have to do. We're yes. going to have to – Make these conscious decisions in the next couple of yeah, days. But they may
0: not be conscious because your metabolism may say, oh, this guy is turning just, in the fucking wrong direction, yeah. and we can't rely on him to yeah. make the, the choice. Yeah, knock, knock, fatty. <laughs> well, in your case, it doesn't necessarily apply, but what I'm saying is it is a clash of wills in many people's like cases. The 400-pounder who can't shake it is his body saying, motherfucker, you're going to stop. Who wins that war? Is it the person like who, who says, uh, "Well, I'm I'm so far down this path that I'm not gonna be able to reverse it," or is there something, some intangible that can reverse it? Is there some unconscious element that should take authority over it the sh- person
1: who cannot make the right decisions even for themselves? It should. Okay. Um, but it doesn't, which is why we have so many morbidly really obese people but in the U.S. It, right now. Can, of course it
0: can, can, but there's— Is there something that can trigger people to say, ha, you no longer have the freedom to uh, treat your body like a Subjective.
1: Duck. Remember Kevin Smith told a story he broke his toilet when his ass got so big. That's what shocked him out of complacency. Literally broke his fucking toilet before he was just like, oh, my God, hmm. I got to lose weight. Some of the people have a fucking heart attack. That's a cliche amongst the Hispanic community is oh my god uncle so-and-so had a fucking heart attack i guess he gotta lose weight oh he got he found out he has the sugars or the sucars which is diabetes yeah right you know he found out he had diabetes now his ass has to go running you know it sometimes it takes that shit to happen for people to be like oh my god no i gotta take a step back you know i can't i'm walking up the stairs and i'm i can't fucking catch my breath i don't want to get there and court i've gained I think I told you guys um, 20-something pounds since quarantine started. Oh, really? Yeah. I've gained hmm. – now it's probably closer to 30.
2: I lost weight in the beginning. I'm starting to put it back
1: on now. I Fuck. don't know where I'm at on the spectrum.
0: No clue You whatsoever. lanky motherfucker. I, I, you don't
1: even act like it's a <laughs> – I mean,
0: I, I've worn the same shirt and shorts for 40% of quarantine <sighs> Yeah. so as long as the shirt still fits I know I gauge I gauge my weight honestly based on like the I do too my pants uh, underwear yeah boxers because I've had the same boxers I've had the same 12 pairs of boxers for two years now what? so as long as the I boxers still boxers
1: stretch is that a fair gauge
0: yes because some of them leave stretch <laughs> they leave indentations the elastic tells you yeah the elastic indentations do you ever wear
1: jeans ever no I don't think I've ever seen you in jeans no oh, fuck a pair of jeans <laughs>
0: Why? I
1: mean, it's I've 100 degrees
0: jeans, for man. four months out of the year. I've
1: what Morgan's known for his khakis. Yeah. I think I'm known yeah. for my jeans, and your ass Basketball, never wears jeans. shorts and sweatpants. Basketball, shorts and sweatpants, sweatpants man. Yeah, Pretty it. much. I was. So that's not a fair gauge, you motherfucker. That's for,
2: like... Yeah, hey, where's, you know, married woman clothes? <laughs> <laughs>
0: what? Married know, women don't wear basketball shorts no but they wear sweats all the time you do but not the kind of sweats i wear i wear chic sweats
1: from that time i i didn't wear jeans over here and you were like so happy because it was like basketball shorts yeah it was like more looser
0: dude honestly yeah (laughs) jean wears sometimes i contemplate like your legs sweat in Texas.
1: It's, it is high.
0: It, so what's the sacrifice? Is, is it the look? Is it the... I just grew up with what's like the benefit a military
1: family that says that um, unless you're on vacation, men shouldn't wear shorts. And it's so I've never seen Morgan in a pair of jeans, by the way, for what it's worth.
0: Um, That's what I'm saying. probably Morgan,
1: have. Morgan wears khaki shorts. You wear I basketball ra- shorts.
2: I rarely wear pants. So, you know,
1: general, hardly ever happens. have pants on. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's almost always shorts or or boxer briefs. That's it. Well, maybe you won't be wearing the same jeans at the rate you're going at, Miguel. No,
1: I'm not. Until these are tighter right now. God help me. I gotta <laughs> am I ass probably gonna go running after I get out of here. Now so you
0: gauge your me. weight uh, off a of scale or off your jeans?
1: My jeans. I'm scared. <laughs> look at the fucking scale.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've I've got pairs of boxers that have been sitting in my drawers for three years. And if they don't if three they, years? If they if they feel a little tighter than usual, yeah, I
1: gotta rotate mine out. Way, yeah, dude. Than that. A year and a half, I, I got throw sixteen them
0: all out. pairs.
1: Yeah, I still gotta rotate mine. Every out year and on. a half, I throw away all my underwear and buy some new
0: ones. Well, I mean, you are sitting in an office chair all day long, so yes, so. your boxers, well, your boxers get a little bit more inundated with like stagnant sweat.
2: I Don't sweat in my office.
0: Your balls do. <laughs> <laughs> Ball Sweat makes its third appearance on this episode
1: of me. <laughs> it was just matter I've never time. allowed myself to have a pair of boxers that are older than three years, ever.
0: Really? Well, if a year and a
1: half, man, I'm Maybe I'm just anymore. doing it because it's my gauge for like weight. Gain. <laughs> I'm just like... The elastic is gone. I've gained too much weight. Yeah, exactly. Fuck that, man. No, it's jeans it's for me. It's genes for me. That's, I think everyone has a gauge.
0: Yeah. I no, think people... Personal, both, like, don't need a scale. We're in a scaleless era. We don't need a scale. Most people don't. The most I people. Like, sc- I like a scale. I got one.
1: You got one? Yeah. Okay. Well, fuck that. <laughs> like, most people I know are like me. They use either their genes or they're out of breath. Mm. In 2020, I think most people are scared of the scale, unlike Morgan here, so they have I've other ways digital scale even, so.
2: I
0: really well, like I live that.
1: in an apartment complex, so we park side by side by side by side of the
0: cars. So my scale for me sometimes is like get whether getting in and out of the car Dress. with the door. Like I can get out of the car. I'm a big guy, but I can get out of the car like with a smidgen of space. I'm, I liking. impress myself. Yeah. You're sometimes I, I feel like I'm morphing into like some other world entity when i get out which <laughs> you can squeeze into like that episode of x files squeeze with the guy who, yes you it, it, it was, it was squeeze literally, literally called where squeeze, get yeah.
1: that like a doorknob work is like a What? Sasha's just like, I'm impressed with myself. I got between two inches of the van in my fucking car. It's fun,
0: especially with a kid, because I got to get her out of her seat still all the time. And I'll have very little wiggle room if we go somewhere where it's packed. Not that we do that
1: anymore. anymore. miss apartment life's for that reason, because every time I'd go in Maggie's car, some dipshit would park an inch within her oh, car. Yeah. You don't want to bang I'd their
0: car for, because no, then no. you might get the Karen who's like, hey, you just, your door just hit my I'm car. Calling I'm calling like, ice. Yeah, you're...
1: It's like, <laughs> fuck you, man. You park <laughs> close to me. But So yeah, I, I'd always have poor Maggie back the fuck out <laughs> so I could get my fat ass to get into the fucking car because some Karen would park an inch, mm-hmm. fucking yep. inch close to her car. Oh, here's another gauge.
0: Uh, as far as speed's concerned and morphability, when somebody doesn't quite open the door for you, like walking into the store and they they let it go, I tend Slipping to like try in. to beat. <laughs> you still do that? You're like, who doesn't? Yeah, I'm not willing in. to just yeah. walk walk up there, especially in Corona times, because I like to not touch. The doors as often as that possible. That makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, the lady who walked in in front of me might think I'm like trying to like rob her or something because of the speed that I'm coming in. You
1: haul ass. Very
0: swift. But that's another gauge. We all have our gauges for several things. Yeah. Oh, well, now that think cool. about it. I guess Donald so. Trump can't do that. I bet. I bet he can't <laughs> swiftly get out of a vehicle. Can't do anything. No.
1: Our gauge at office was uh the elevators. Mm. Yeah, in my old job, because it would wouldn't go up. <laughs> Well, and the weight limit has been reached. No, I meant like when the elevator doors would close, if your ass could run through real quick. Oh, yeah, uh, just sneak in, in yeah. sneak in real quick. But
0: didn't the man, elevator doors come back open fuck, if you no, got, like, our a old finger?
1: Building. Not at our old oh. building, man. Those fuckers. That's dangerous. <laughs> no, that's the reason we left our old building.
0: Why? <laughs> because elevators murdered most, half the so time. It was
1: a running joke at our old office that the, the elevator doors would close on you. And you would like end up getting hurt like bah, your belly or your ass would just get knocked <laughs> the shit out of him because you'd run good in there. Gosh. I got it. And somebody would always be like the good Samaritan and like stick their arm out to theoretically make the elevator doors open. That shit would not work at an old building. That fucker would always like close and go like
0: boop. I thought boom, all boom, boom. elevators like post-1975
1: would have that. No, this in. fucker yeah. would like close. Like it wouldn't break your arm. Sure. But it would do that beeping annoying thing where the elevators would close on your arm, open, close on your arm and open man like and it would be your, like,
0: what's yours what's morgan's weight gauge natural personal weight gauge whether or not you've you put on a couple of pounds probably my shorts your shorts all right that's that's the go-to
2: i mean i usually wear a belt with them so i you know what notch am i in
1: <laughs> <laughs> you do you feel them tighter now that's why you say that's your gauge your shorts are tighter now which is why you know you've gained weight again yeah, I know shit. I'm on a different notch.
2: It we I'm in a different notch sometimes. Different days, it's weird. I'm I'm a tweener. I think I'm usually between. You can a, lose four or five pounds. Like in my a given waist week. is like yeah. Well, like my waist is like a a, a 39. So sometimes the 38 uh, waist is a little too tight, and then sometimes the 40 waist is a little too
1: mm. you ever,
2: too loose. I feel like I'm a tweener. I'm like uh, I'm not I'm not on the even scale. I'm on the odd scale.
1: Did you ever take a shit? Not being facetious, I mean this, you ever take a shit that was so big and feel you feel lighter, so big that no, you could move the notch, oh yeah,' I'm not kidding, well, I was gonna say Bloated, one yeah. of
0: the one of the gauges we don't like to readily admit is how we us big guys at least I know for me, it's always been like. How comfortable is sitting on the toilet for you? Because I'm six three and we, li- I have no control over the toilet that I moved in here because this is a. Uh, this
1: it has is, to suck for you, bro. I'm I'm really six foot and I hate it sometimes.
0: Okay, yeah. Sometimes you have to adjust like the seating. Um, and yeah, I can remember when I weighed two hundred forty pounds, two forty five, and now I'm like two twenty seven. Uh, so I can remember when eighteen pounds make a big difference, and you're like, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's a big thing. So yeah, that's that's funny that you mentioned that because yes, I have had large dumps in my life, but uh, I've also had uncomfortable dumps on small toilets as a big guy. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> completely random, but it's been that kind of episode. Yeah, that's the way it should be. Damn it. It not every time. Not every time. There's just, and I think this this speaks on the undercurrent of this entire episode we just had. There's a lot of bullshit out there that's not worth talking about, but there still is some thread of important stuff that people need to be paying attention to and need to have almost in their focus unconsciously all the time. Which we did hear intermittently in this episode. We jumped from talking about. The, how we tell if we've gained 20 pounds and what our shit uh, our shit preferences are and, and whatnot. We talked about porn for an hour and a half, but we also talked, to, which had some merit and some pretty important talking points within it. People need to be willing to do that in closing. Uh, I, and that's what's so frustrating about society these days is, uh, I said it last week, we come on here for three to four hours a week and talk serious. And it feels as if that's asking too much of people <laughs> in in their entirety of their week to take what's going on in the world seriously and have discussions in their own ranks of friends yeah. and family and, you know, have this style of discussion. Three to four weeks is is pushing it a little bit like, boy, that's hours. Yeah. Yeah. Three to four hours a week. Sorry. That's maybe asking a little too much of the folks who don't have that kind of time on their hands yeah. to take the world and reality seriously for three to four hours a week. Oh, well, I don't know. It's, um,
1: sometimes you got to come up for air, man, you know? Um, yeah, but that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Sometimes you have to, because it's, you get suffocated by sometimes a negativity. But It
0: works reality. the other way around. It, it's mm-hmm. like, you can't be oblivious to the important stuff all the time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's true too. Um, but I think just walking away from this conversation, I, I think that, you know, hopefully people think more and more about, um, their bullshit detector being as sharp as it ever can be nowadays. It's just more important nowadays than ever than ever. Yeah. Because I think that the, um, the oligarchs who control this country,
0: Still have a plan for the next 50 years.
1: Yeah. Well, they have the means to push bullshit that is believable in ways that they never had before. And they have an advantage like they They may not even have.
2: have to push it. There are people pushing it for them.
1: Mm-hmm. That's, just, that's I mean, a terrifying part. Yeah. Remember what they said about Hitler and the most... Famous they said line a lot that. about Hitler, but yeah. one of the one of the things they said about one of my favorite documentaries about the rise of the Third Reich was this is not the story of how uh Hitler took over Germany. This is the story of how the German people gave it to him, right yeah. so I mean I think that's right now, <laughs> yeah that's we've something... also said he's like an image of the
0: people that he yeah. represented, and so i I've, I've echoed that same sentiment with trump it's he's he's not a spitting image of the majority of Americans, but a large part of this country, like the what he showcases on a daily basis and his shortcomings, they are seen in lower ranks and local levels every day. We see people like Donald Trump walking by. We don't, we don't know them, but mentally, those people operate under the same motivations as that guy does. That's a man. That's, that's a hard battle to, to like wage war against. Well, you're waging war against. Idiocracy. Yes. But even more than that, you're waging war against ways of life. Yeah. Some people are, are never going to have these three to four hour conversations. They never want them. They never want any semblance of intelligence in their life. Um, or they have a subjective interpretation for what intelligence means and it's, the bar so low it's not even funny it's you can't you can't force those people's hands I don't think you you can force the world to accelerate so past beyond what those people can uh, operate in it or um, operate in the world like you can make it to where the world is so foreign to somebody who's not willing to grow with it that they just feel removed, but then maliciousness comes into play. I don't know. There's it's a lot of weird stuff for future conversations to be discussed here, but uh, yeah, I don't know what the the right plan of action is for taking care of it as a whole. I don't know that it could be taken care of as a whole.
1: You had said that we're all over the place in this episode, but really, I think it was about gauges. And I think that's that's my takeaway is, just, I mean, you, sharpen your gauges. Whether when it comes to introspection on yourself, but also when it comes to the world you're observing, I mean, our our gauges have to be as sharp as they've ever been,
3: yeah.
1: um, to be part of something productive rather than be part of the fucking problem. Because um, if we don't do that, we're we're screwed. Yeah, that ensures the idiocracy most definitely. I think.
0: Yeah, you're right. Sure. And yeah. well, well, he is he is right. Yeah. The the hard part is. You being right is, is subjective to everyone listening. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, they have their own yeah. version of, of what they think is right. The, the well, difference even, is even, those people aren't willing to let us know what they think is right. There's, well, they a, are. I don't think so. There's a lot of people who just don't speak up on what they think. Well, there's a lot of people who just don't want to
2: argue, for lack of a better term.
0: But is that because...
2: the no discussion because, I don't know, stresses them out. They would just rather talk about what's on TV or some movie.
0: But we're asking for two to four hours a week of talking about it.
2: I'm just just saying.
0: Yeah, I got it. A lot of people
2: are uncomfortable with...
0: Anything beyond superficial.
2: ...having a discussion about differing opinions. A lot of people are very uncomfortable uh, confronting people. We're not even confronting, just having a discussion with someone. Yeah,
0: we're confronting... um, thoughts that's like, about it very well you hope that people will start to open their
2: eyes a little bit to perhaps there's a different way of viewing something i mean good or evil is just a point of view and uh, i don't know that it, it doesn't matter where you're at or where the topic is someone's on either op either end of it and both of them see good or evil differently i mean it's not black and white
0: was it black and white at some point
2: no, I, I don't think it ever was. Been. That's that's
1: the scary part. It's yeah. never been. It's never been black and white? No. Depends. I mean, are we talking about...
0: Um, it would have had to have been, right? In order to evolve into what it is now? No. The su- the level of interpretation and subjectivity?
1: Even murder. As horrible as that sounds. I mean, it's...
0: Well, yeah, now you're going back to, like, story of Cain and Abel and stuff like that. Yeah,
1: so, yeah. that's the you. said when you say, was it ever? shit yeah we can say going back going back humans always thought that murder was wrong really though did we really we've always been just we, we well people,
2: we always can find some way of justifying anything. it in some way yeah. shape or
1: form mm-hmm. I, again that's one thing i've always said one of the scariest things about people is our ability to justify and rationalize anything, anything. absolutely anything man something came up we'll talk about that um bug visiting you guys in M 36 yeah if not then the one I'll might visit you guys after that oh, but yeah. like uh oh i want to wait till i we'll want to talk about them but yeah some scholars this week try to rationalize um implicitly something like pedophilia oh yeah which is pretty atrocious that's something that I think I would as far hold. as neurological, saying that it could be considered a sexual orientation, as long as are not hurting anyone. Mm. Most people, I am very happy to say, were taken aback by that saying. The fuck is wrong with you? No, it's not even nowhere on the same level, even implicitly, as something like homosexuality or bisexuality or just anything like that. Does
0: but that- it, but it is, it is, uh, it is pushing that how far can we take the perversion thing like well, a yeah. concept that I, I was alluding to earlier in this episode i guess it depends on how young we're
2: talking right cuz marrying age 14 yes. when some states, we're not states, states. We're when not some that...
0: states allow you to marry a 14 year old they're actually encouraging well, the larger we're not that discussion of that we're
2: removed from that being a normal in society,
0: but mean, we're not that far removed from owning 200 slaves 200 either. All right. and we've realized that that was
1: wrong. Oh yeah. oh yeah, So how the fuck are is the how the how is a consenting age in some states sixteen, much less fifteen or fourteen? That's crazy. You can't drive a is. car. You can't drive a car, but you can marry like a thirty-five year old, forty-year-old. Yeah. I I expect that in certain Middle Eastern countries and certain third world countries, but in the United States of America, if you can marry a 14-year-old, who might be also your cousin in some states from what I understand. Yeah.
0: What Small pool to pick from,
1: right? Oh, shit. (laughs) That's— Oh, my God.
0: Well, I'm just saying. (laughs) Some people's understanding of what it means to be a human being on this planet is— it's probably still relegated to having sex with your family members and promulgating your lineage. And that's probably why it happens so frequently It's because they're too dumb to know any different. In 2020,
1: the fact that that's still kind of happening, if you it's like in small towns, it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't probably, face, it probably, probably doesn't face
0: in a people. town of 400 where the town's population is probably brought up by inner, uh, I'm sorry, incestual. Um, yeah. No, I I
1: think that's exactly
0: how it occurs. I
1: you, mean, your choices ain't that bad. Move out of town, motherfucker, then marry your cousin. Well, they can't,
0: yeah, oh. for multiple reasons. But anyways, <laughs> we ended with cousin fucking. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. This
1: is America.
0: It was inevitable. This is America. Um. I I'm sorry, Sasha. And 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 it's weird. It's like, yeah, people get on you for uh being anti-American in 2020. I'm like, do you have any idea what the fuck America stands for in 2020? No. It's all of the ugliest shit that we've talked about. Very few and far seldom will you find the people who wanna promote positive messages and meaningful ethical sort of progression in the society. So I think yeah, it's just like if America is sit on your ass eight hours a day and then go home to sit on your ass some more and then do it all over again, yeah, that's not easy to not get behind.
1: Yeah. Kudos to the people that are getting shot in the face right now in Portland, uh, having the balls to go out there and say no, no mas, even if they know they're going to get
2: Yeah, I still find that gassed. so weird there because it's not like major stories about Police violence, I know we had some of this conversation. It just Briefly seems, last odd. Week, yeah, just seems Portland just seemed odd to me um,
1: I think it was the legislation the secret the, police is there, Morgan, I mean, I'll take it I in. know,
2: but I mean, you know it's a pot smoking culture has been for many years that's why they
1: sent that's why they it's sent a, a Gestapo there
2: it's uh you know it's true. they're kind of laid back, it's west coast. It's just really weird for me to and, and the number of women that are <laughs> the moms. That are well. It's not really. It's the young women are at least you see them a lot as being some of the forefront of the vandalism and violence. It's crazy.
0: Mm. I wonder what'll happen in the next week.
2: Um, there is a documentary though that I need to see the John John Lewis that are the congressman who passed, passed away. Louis, so. yeah. Um, you see, here's the difference. I think. You know, and again, late in the episode here, but uh, you know, the whole sit there and sort of take it—the nonviolent protest—put the protesters in a very sympathetic light, right? I I just, I think, you know, the average American who lives in the country who is typically thought of as a little redneck, maybe a little bit racist, Trump supporter—I think even that person would be affected by watching. You know, police beating someone who's not fighting back. But in this situation, when you have protesters fighting back, it, they're it's not. It's
0: easier to sway them on one It's easier to keep that, that yeah.
2: guy in the middle of the road on Trump's side. I, I don't think you're affecting change in the manner that you're going about. At least not the kind of change that you want.
0: Yeah. We, we've seen riots and, and protests for decades. It's not Innovative, um, well, in the U.S. Centuries, specifically. I don't know that we've seen
2: nineteen nineteen Summer of Blood. That was a hundred years ago.
0: Yeah, that that is a that's riots. But then in nineteen twenty, there were probably no riots. In nineteen twenty-one, there were probably no right. riots. There's there periods work?
2: of of. Are there were because right around the same time is, um, uh, Tulsa. Tulsa is right around that same time.
0: I, I. Yeah, but then, not that you didn't have instances in the 60s and 70s it, it seems like there was a great sleep period for um like standing up against the ways of the government
2: um maybe through the depression and into world war ii perhaps yes
0: because that won people over as far as like solidarity is concerned and like we're all in this together and this is again late in the episode this is why it's so hard for me to not look at something like what happened at the turn of the century and say it was all trying to recreate that. It was all trying to recreate that sense of solidarity to push us and lull us to sleep for a whole nother century, but it failed. And now, now we're seeing all I think
2: that was the intention.
0: Maybe not. Another episode, another another discussion, so many more discussions to be had. I wish we could do this all evening and not have to worry about well, you guys not have to worry about yeah, some of us sitting jobs, in here. Some of y'all have to sit in a chair in the morning. Ugh. And type. Well,
2: I gotta sleep If I don't that. make it, then people don't get paid.
0: That's true. That gets them to care.
2: Yeah. Very quickly.
0: Yep. Good night, everyone. M M30- thirty six six. Peace. Jeez.
3: Bye.